High school football is on the air. This evening, the Rovers will travel over to Smithport to take on the Hovers in Class 1A District 9 action. High school football on Sunny 106 is being brought to you by our fine sports sponsors. Now let's send it out to Smithport, and before the opening kickoff, let's check in with our pregame show with Bill Edwards right here on Sunny 106. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Brockway Rover Football on Sunny 106. I am Bill Edwards, along with the ancient one tonight, John Allen. Tonight, we're in Smithport to bring you the game between the Rovers and the Hubbers. The Rovers are 3-2 on the season as a result of losing their last two games, first to Union AC Valley, and then losing last Friday night to a very good Port Allegheny team. The Hubbers bring a 1-4 record into this contest with their lone win coming on September 15th against Cattersport by a score of 33-26. Last week, they lost to Keystone by a score of 67-15. So tonight, we have two teams that are that desperately want to get back into the uh, win column. The Rovers are appropriately favored in this contest, but you can be sure the Hubbers will come out very well motivated. To set the stage, we uh, know that these teams, hungry uh, tonight, for a victory, they both will be well motivated. And uh, one interesting uh, side note tonight, we'll talk about a little bit more later. We have two starting quarterbacks tonight that are freshmen, and so it'll be freshmen against freshmen tonight from uh, from Smithport. So that is the stage set, and we'll be back with the starting lineups and more right after this commercial break. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in Western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Key Water and Holt Drilling of Brockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Key Water and Holt Drilling of Brockway are your water specialists for bottle water treatments and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Key Water Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Welcome back to the Sunny 106 pregame show. This week, Bill Edwards had a chance to sit down with Brockway Rovers head coach Jake Heigel to preview their matchup with the Smithport Hubbers. Well, you know, let me say first uh, for people that, that listen to this, uh, Jake, 
uh, that uh, you have no idea what I'm going to ask you. No, I do <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be a little scary, you know, when you, when you, you, know, when you, when you think about it. And uh, so uh, we want to make sure that I've clarified that from the very beginning here. And, uh, you know, one question I, I w- want to ask you that you may or may not have been asked, but uh, why would any sane person want to be a head football coach in high school? <laughs> uh, I appreciate you asking me that. I think it's because we're not sane people <laughs> is really probably the answer. <laughs> I mean, you know, we enjoy the torture, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it does take – people don't realize all the things that you have to do more so today than it used to be back in the day. There's a whole lot more paperwork that has to be done than used to be, you know, the case. I think that's the biggest headache for any any head coach today is is that. And I've been in that position, and I know that uh, it makes for – you, all you want to do is go out and coach. You want to be with the kids you want to coach. That, yeah. That's why you get into it in the first place, right? But then you get all these other things behind the scenes that people don't know about. Yeah. And you're a family guy, and so the family's involved too, that they would like to see you occasionally. So, <laughs> yeah. But let me ask you this, too. You may not have been asked this, but and you, may, you may not be able to articulate it as well as you could if you had a chance to think about it. But uh, I take great pleasure in putting you on the spot. Love so Shoot. Uh, what, what is your philosophy of coaching, number one? And secondly, does it closely resemble your philosophy of life? Yeah, um, I think I would say what I've always said when it comes to coaching, which is it's about the kids. First and foremost, no matter what, number one, it's about the kids. And now being a father, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, that's number one. Um, you know, and I think number two has, has truly been, you know, go with my gut feeling at the end of the day as a coaching philosophy for myself. Um, you know, try not to listen to too much outside noise when I make, you know, deep, you know, critical decisions. Uh, you know, my coaches would tell you that I'm, I'm kind of that way on the field too. When there's critical decisions, I'll take input and then eventually I just make the decision on my own. Um, and, and, you know, I think in my personal life that's probably the opposite because with me and my wife we're a team and we have to make decisions together I said that for her so she doesn't beat my butt when I get off this radio (laughs) but you know it's um yeah I mean we we always say the big the big three are you know you play for your teammates uh you play for the guys that wore the jersey before you and you play for the community Brockway and that's really something that we pump to the kids uh you know why they play and i think uh at the end of the day in my personal life i try to keep it very balanced on a uh you know similar fashion with three main pillars which is you know my family um you know my uh work and insurance and then coaching football and over top of all of that um you know is is a a, a deep um belief in god and and you know, um, always keeping in the back of my mind for any three of those pillars, um, do trying to do the right thing and, in, in, you know, God's eyes. So, um, didn't mean to get religious on you, but that's, well, no, I mean, that, that's a very large part or should be a part of everybody's life. I mean, and what, what base do you have for any moral judgment if you don't have that? No I mean, that where do you go from there? Right. 
So, uh, well, happy to hear you say it because you start off by saying that it's about the kids, and you are so right. Uh, that That's what it comes down to. And so you are, and, and one of the difficult things about being where you are as in, as being in, when you're in charge of anything, the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. And so any blame is going to drop in your lap. And uh, oftentimes you even get accused of things that you haven't done yep. or accused of things you haven't said and, and all of that. So you have to have some thick skin also Absolutely. to let that stuff just kind of go off your back. And I think you've done a good job of that. And the idea of listening to your coaches, that, but it still stops with you. You have to make the decision, yeah. you know, one way or the other. So, uh, and I think that's you know critically important. Now, uh, I, I mentioned I, you can't, it's in the news all the time, so I have to ask you about this. But I, I look at uh, Colorado, and I look at Deion Sanders, and and I look at what's going on there, and and I have mixed feelings about it. Me too. And you know, I, I start to think that. Is it about the kids or is it about his kid? Is it about the kids or is it about him and his brand and all of that? So I started to have questions about that. And I, and I think even though now he's in many ways a coach that's trying to, to instill some of the old school things, uh, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that as long as those old school things were correct. Yeah. Okay? And I, and I get the idea that, no, you're not going to wear those socks that are different than the rest of the kids are wearing and, and that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm all on board for that because it's, it is a team. Yeah. Okay? But when you're wearing a lot of gold around your neck and then you're asking your kids to not be concerned about their brand, it seems a little difficult for me when uh, when you have that kind of example. So I'm just wondering, you know, it has nothing to do with our game tonight, but, yeah. but it has to do with coaching and a coaching philosophy. So we're... Uh, I think that the only person that could coach like Dion is Dion. Anybody else tries to do the things he does, you would not have the same clout or respect uh, from the kids, from the parents. I, I just, it's such a unique situation going on there that um, I, I just don't know if it could ever be replicated again, if it will ever be replicated again. If he stays there long term, what's it look like in five years? I don't know. It's such an active experiment right now. It's fun to watch. I'm entertained by it. Um, but the one thing I did notice is at the end of the day, uh, I always pay attention to my former position group, the offensive line. And that is a very unique position to coach in football in college football and to play. And I think um, some of the recruiting tactics that they've been using, uh, some of the you know uh, criteria for their players to come in, which he's very open and honest about it, uh, I don't know if it necessarily will help them recruit some of the top 10, 15 offensive linemen in the country. If he wants to take the next step there, he needs to bring in like a Joe Thomas or some kind of recruiter that will help him in that area because it was glaring against uh, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, good point. You're absolutely right. Uh, that he's, he's bringing the kids in that kind of have the same uh, demeanor as he does. You know, uh, the, the guys are looking for their brand, perhaps. Yeah. So I, I guess I can expect that tonight at Smithport, you're not going to come out in sunglasses and and <laughs> and you're not going to have all the bling on, right? No, no, I, I will not. I, the only bling I would wear is my wedding ring and my my watch. <laughs> That's okay, it. well, that's fair enough. That's that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so we have a road trip to make tonight yep. up to Smithport. They are not doing well. They are one and four. You guys are three and two right now. So I don't know much about Smithport, but you know a whole lot more. So maybe you can share a little bit with us about them. Yeah, but you know, as as far as Smithport goes, 
Um, they run a lot of things to try and distract you and then take a shot. Uh, kind of the old school student body left, student body right. Um, you know, they really try to uh, get your eyes looking where they shouldn't be. And uh, they'll try to hit the edge and pop a few. And they do some things creatively on special teams with some unbalanced kickoffs and um, you know, uh, some unique punt formations that look like they could possibly be fakes at some point. They have a very good offensive lineman, um, a few skill guys. They would be wearing number three and number two. Uh, number 50 is their, is their very good lineman. Um, but, you know, we have have not won up there in a number of years. And I painted the same picture from the AC Valley game to our guys and said, you know, we've hopefully we've learned our lesson here. Uh, to be mentally prepared for the away trip, to be mentally prepared to beat an inferior opponent where we didn't. Um, you know, I think that this is, a, again, another very, very good test for our guys to get comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. And you probably told them, let us stop killing our own drives. <laughs> <laughs> get in the end zone is yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. Get in the end zone. And then start stronger, you know, start start yeah. faster, you know, all of those kinds of Definitely. things. Definitely. So, well, uh, we're going to be there to bring it to all the folks, and uh, you guys will do what you do, yep. right? Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. And uh, so uh, appreciate you being uh, so candid with us yeah, about of some of those philosophies. Of course. And I love it. And we'll see you later on tonight. Hey, so good luck. Appreciate it. That was Bill Edwards with head coach Jake Heigel. After this timeout, we will have starting lineups and the kickoff as you're listening to Brockway Rover Football here on Sunny 106. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. We are in Smithport, PA tonight. John Helen is uh, with me, and we've got a beautiful view of the countryside. The, the mountains of the colors are starting to uh, look beautiful up here. And uh, I just want to mention as our sponsors for tonight and for all of our games, really, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero, Cruck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Freemer, Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, the Lowell Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Verichetti Holdings, LP, and Creekside Auto and uh, Tire. Also want to mention these other folks that sponsor, sponsor special things, uh, NDL Accounting Services. They sponsor our coin toss, Star Trucking, our first downs, Sunrise Coffee, our time's out, Rogo Auto Sales, halftime, Brockway Appliance, sack of the game, Fran Raleigh Sales and Service, play of the game, and Insana and Malillo LLP Attorney, play of the game, and the Spitzer Dubois and uh, St. Mary's player of the uh, of the game. All right, John Allen is with me tonight. Had to uh, resurrect him from the nursing home and bring him with me tonight. So I'm glad that John is here. And so, uh, John, what do you think? What are your what are your expectations of tonight's game? Well, first of all, uh, great to be here with you, Bill. And thanks for asking me to come along. And uh, I, I have this pass that says "Be back by 11." So you're going to have to really uh, break that uh, curfew for me. Well, I'm always very respectful of the senior community, so yeah. you know, okay. more, more than happy to do it. <laughs> and the ancient one, I kind of got to. Oh, you found you picked that one up, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> so on the intros there, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's a it's a it, a key word there, you mentioned the offense for Brockway. Brockway has uh, struggled a little bit on offense, so we can say that, what, two week games in a row, seven points each game. And we know this offense and the expectations is a lot better than seven points each game in the last two ones. And uh, you mentioned about the uh, Union game 
and maybe uh, maybe some of the kids mentally maybe were looking past that game and just quite were in this game wait ready for a battle tested team of Union AC Valley because they played some pretty good opponents coming in to face Brockway and I think they were really hungry to face a Brockway team and that's that's basically what you can say about that 12 to 7 score and Brockway again were shooting themselves in the foot as you hear that phrase quite a bit and it sounds painful and it really was painful on the scoreboard at the end 12 to 7 for Union victory and coming back against a real strong Port Allegheny team and let's face it, that's all we heard all season, preseason. This big line coming back, very experienced line, very key blocking. And that's what it takes up front if you can block well and, and block with your keys that we hear about. And your your experience of running plays, the Stiles who had a monster game last week against the Brockway and running those sweeps to the right, the bubble screens, the wide receivers blocking well too, which is overlooked when you have a big line. If you get good blocking from your running backs and your wide receivers, you're going to have a big night. In the second half, it just wore down Brockway. But here again, it all comes to be between the ears, Bill, and that's where you're mentally prepared for each game. And is Brockway going to be mentally prepared tonight against the Smithport Hubbards? Well, I think they will be because I, I think, and I talked to Coach Jake about this, it was a wake-up call for them. And and this is part of the way life is, that occasionally we need a wake-up call to kind of ground us. And so I think that uh, they're, they're going to be ready to come out tonight and play really well. And uh, they're going to be playing tonight with a freshman quarterback. So young Mr. Patton is in the game tonight. He's had a lot of experience in junior high. And, of course, he's uh, got experience playing junior varsity as well. And the other night, junior varsity game, he threw for 300 yards. So so the kid can play the game, and he'll be starting tonight. Now, Fox is available to play if uh, if they need him to play. He's just got a little problem with some water in his knee, that kind of thing. So not not a serious issue, and he could go if he has to go. But they want to keep him out tonight, give him a little more, bit more rest. So that's why you will not hear his name pronounced tonight. So I want to make sure you understand that. But, uh, you know, the uh, the freshman will, I think, do a good job, and this will be a good experience for him. It should be. And we're getting pretty close to maybe the start of this football game tonight. And uh, it is getting close to kickoff. We'll have those starting lineups for you for both the Smithport and the hometown Brockway Rovers here in McKean County in beautiful Smithport, Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, we're about ready here. I think shortly we're going to have the national anthem. So when we go to that, we're going to take a short break. Then we'll come back with the uh, with the starting lineups, John. They did have some uh, problems with the uh, with the system here, the uh, the broadcast system. They're trying to work out that right now. It would be a shame if they if they can't because this is homecoming night for the Smithburg Hubbers, and so they're going to have some special things going on. We'll probably have a little extended halftime tonight, which is okay. We'll find something to uh, something to talk about to perhaps keep you interested. But uh, right now, both teams are looking to uh, I think get information for the. Uh, national anthem but it hasn't started yet because i don't think they've been able to announce that yet down to the field and so they're still trying to work out the details of that and so they have somebody back behind us trying to try to get that fixed and it's too bad if they, they can't get it done but uh, we're glad you're with us a lot of people probably john listening to us back in brockway because it's a long it's a long haul up here to smithport and we'll have that long haul to take on the way back so uh, as long as you take me with me i won't complain 
Well, I'm just, the, the, the van's going to be lighter since they're going to drop you off at the home on the oh, way past okay. uh, just outside of town here. So the, the van will be lighter. I should make better time. But uh, <laughs> you, you, usually usually the big consideration is <laughs> up here is is uh, the fact that you never know when a deer is going to jump out in the middle of the road. <laughs> so that's always a consideration. Uh, okay. Uh, why don't we go ahead and get the Rockway starting lineup while we're waiting, John? We'll get that out of the way at least. Okay. We have, uh, of course, uh, Maddox Decker, Jendi Quelo, and Maddie Brubaker. Uh, like uh, Bill was mentioning at quarterback tonight, Aiden Patton uh, replacing uh, Braden Fox, but he is uh, available if needed tonight. And in addition, uh, Caleb Dougherty, he'll be doing the kicking tonight. Also, uh, Colton Ross on defense, but uh, Blake Persarsic, and in addition to John Verichetti, Ben Yell, Jacob Hoover will be rotating in with Jay Weary, Carter Quaglione, and Reese Yonner on offense, and a couple guys in there mentioned on defense. For the Smithport Hubbards tonight, Jake Sherry, Ryan Mason, also Bo Kirkman, and Brenton McDowell, along with Owen Roundsville, the freshman quarterback, Alden Ferguson, Bennett Harris, Logan Holbert, Cole uh, Zuba, Jordan Mixter, and Jonah Ganone. Your starting lineups for the uh, Brockway Rovers and also the Smithport Hubbards. Just want a okay. quick mention, the head coach is Joel Lent for Smithport, and of course the head coach is Jake Heigl for the uh, Brockway Rovers. Okay, thank you, uh, John. We are, of course, uh, going to have a game played on grass tonight, and the field is in great shape. It looks really nice. And it uh, doesn't look like they've had a lot of games at home, at least uh, a lot of games that have had any kind of moisture because the field looks really, really good. But it's a little different playing on grass, you know. Uh, of course, the uh, Rockway Rovers play on turf, and many other games they play on turf. It's a little different playing on grass, but the injuries have a tendency to go down on grass. So we like that idea about it. And currently, there are a lot of schools that were considering going to turf that are second-thinking that uh, because of the... Uh, uh, the, the fact of the injury uh, issue. And so, and then even at the pro level, we have pro teams talking about going back to grass as well as more and more research and information comes in relative to turf and injuries. So we'll see what happens in the future with that. Uh, at halftime, by the way, if you uh, hang around with us at halftime, I'm going to talk a little bit about youth sports and some of the injury issues and so forth. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit at halftime. We'll give you a little bit of uh, some of the information that's coming out from some prestigious places relative to kids starting to play tackle football at uh, at early ages and what that response might be. So right now we are still waiting. They're still trying to straighten out the public address system here. We hope that that will happen very soon. And while they're still trying to figure it out, we do, we do have about three minutes before we start. I think we've got the national anthem now. So we're going to take a two-minute break. We'll be right back right after these messages. You're listening to Sunday 106, your home for rubber football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. 
fall and western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Rockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year, and that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RBIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RVD. Dealership since 1968. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport and Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back and we have had the uh, coin toss. Looks like the Rovers will receive down to our left side, and so they will have the ball first. Let's see what they can do. I want to mention our coin toss tonight is uh, brought to you by NDL Accounting Services in Brockway. Don't leave your financial future up to chance. Okay, so about ready to get this one underway. Bill, the captains for tonight, Jendi Quelo, Blake Pasarsic, Isaac Crawford, and Matty Brubaker. For the Fort Hubbards, it was Ryan Mason, Bennett Harris, Colt Zuba, and also Logan Herbert. Uh, Herb, Herbert, we'll get that out there for you. Yes, okay. So there's your captains for tonight. <laughs> okay, thank you. And we're getting really excited for this game tonight and for this first quarter. Homecoming for the Smith-Fort Hubbards and a turnover for play-by-play action. Uh-huh. Mr. Oh, thank you for that grand, uh, yeah. that grand introduction. Thank you. Well, I don't want to mention, too, uh, I didn't mention earlier, Jim's Custom Collision in Brockway sponsoring the big hit of the night. And so we have to uh, look for that big hit of the night, and we hope when that uh, that comes that no one gets hurt as a result of it. But uh, we thank Jim's Custom Collision for sponsoring uh, that, and we're about ready to get this uh, game underway. Smithport Hubbers, they are in orange and black. And uh, here's a kickoff. It is short, taken by one of the up men. And uh, he's going to uh, just call a fair catch right there as it came up. And uh, number uh, 24 for the uh, Brockway Rovers is Schwenter. And he makes that catch. Might be the only one that he did catch all year round because nothing ever came to him. He just goes well behind him. But so the the, uh, Rovers have good position to start this football game. Ball is right there. We don't have hash marks on the field, so we have to, to guess just a little bit, but we're about the 35-yard line, so they will start right there. Again, freshman quarterback hands off to Jenny Quello off the right side. He's got running room and speed to go with it, and he will make a star trucking first down on the first carry out to the 50-yard line. So the Rovers, first down and 10 from there. Nice uh, run by Quello off the right tackle side, able to get a nice block and a nice little 
uh, hip and a uh, little shake by Quelo. Nice 16-yard gain. Well, I'll talk to Jake about that. They need to give him a little bit more room because he's got speed. They just need to get him out there where he can use it. Okay, first down and 10. We've got jet motion goes to Pasarczyk. Running to the far side. Got to be hit, but shakes that tackle. Still on his feet. We finally knocked out of bounds there at about the, it looks to be about the 45-yard line. About the 46, I think, there on the market. Short wide of game, but got about three long, three, four yards out of that carry. On that motion play, nice block by uh, Quelo to free Pizarchi Cup. Also a nice uh, way of getting away from a four-yard loss for a tackle. Almost got taken down for a loss on the play. Well, he's a strong kid, and he's got speed also. Fastest kid on the team. He's 5'11", 175, so he's not little in motion. Doherty that time for the handoff to Jendi Coelho, and he's up near the line of gain. I don't think he's quite there, but he's very close. He's going to mark the ball about the 41-yard line of the Hubbers. Again, Rovers moving from our left to our right on the grass field tonight. In their red pants and their white jerseys. Black helmets. Different look for Brockway. Different look for Brockway. Yes, indeed it is. Okay, so third down and short. Let's give it one yard. And there's a hand up to Quayle. He's got running room. He'll get the first down and more. So that'll be a star trucking first down. First downs are brought to you by Star Trucking at Reynoldsville. Now hiring for all positions. Apply at startrucking.com. Good blocking right up front. Quayle with his simple uh, straight up run that time after the handoff from Patton. He's going to get his first. Oh, sorry, John. He's going to get his yards tonight. Okay, first down and 10 from the uh, 40-yard line, call it 39-yard line. Quello again, and he's still on his feet and almost breaks loose. But he's down just inside the 35-yard line to about the 34-yard line. They're going to mark it there. Then you have a second down, and it uh, looks to be about yeah. seven, eight yards to go for a first down. Let's call it seven. Again, there are no hash marks on this field, so our, yeah. our ball placement won't be completely perfect, <laughs> but we'll do the best we can. So far, the uh, drive going well for the Rovers. Patton back there, quarterback calling the signals, handoff. Nope. You have to call off the left side, and he'll pick up more, and he gets another star trucking first down as he's inside the 30-yard line to about the uh, uh, twenty-seven-yard line, going to mark it back to about the 28-yard line. So another first down for the Rovers yeah, as nice. this drive looked really good right now. Nice block by uh, Jay Weary and also Yonner coming from his right and going right up that gap and freeing Quelo uh, for that first down. Well, it's been the ground game so far. Quelo with all the carries except one, one going to Pisarczyk on that jet motion sweep. First down and 10, ball inside the 30-yard line, the 29-yard line. Patton falls on the ground. He picks it back up again, looking to throw and gets it out here to Doherty at the 30-yard line. Still on his feet. He's got some running room. He's going to be tackled there short of the 20. They're going to mark it at about the 20, oh, let's see, about the 23-yard line. So Doherty, another one of those big freshmen. I think he's, uh, well, let's see, let's check our program here. He's six foot 190, another yeah. freshman. We know uh, we know all about number zero there, Maddox yeah. Decker at six four one two fifteen. Yeah. But Patton staying calm after the fumble from the snap and able to get the pass off to Doherty for that game. Well, he's had a lot of experience. A ball is on near side hash if there was one, and there's a handoff to Aquilo again, and he's right around the thirty yard line. They're going to mark him down there. So that's going to bring up a third down and short, and that's what you that's what you like if you're an offensive coordinator. You like to see those third downs and short. Gives you a lot of options. Gives you two downs to gain a yard. That's right. So third down and about one for the Rovers. First drive of the game. And the Rovers are doing well. 
Got a split to the far side on the other side. This time, working with a tight end. Got a wing to this side as well. Hubbard's come across and make contact, so let's see if they were drawn off or if they just did it on their own. I think it's going to be offsides against the uh, Hubbard, so that will be a first down the easy way as they'll mark it off to the uh, 15-yard line. So Rover's first down and 10 from the 15-yard line. Just underway in this game if you're just joining us. No score, but the Rovers are on the move, and this is their first offensive series. Coelho will be to the left of Patton again. Slot to the far side and the near side. This time ball near side hash. Rovers moving from our left to our right. And uh, looking to pass is Patton, but the receiver falls down or he would have been there. That was a really uh, a good a good job by Patton. That ball was laid up. Nice touch on it. The receiver yeah. had not fallen down. I think that would have been a touchdown. Yeah, John, uh, Jonah Gano had coverage on Sarcic that time. And they kind of got tied up a little bit, and I think that kept uh, Pasarczyk from making a good effort at that pass. You know, So give credit to Gano on that play. Okay, so second down and 10. Ball's at the 15-yard line. Quill to the right of Patton this time. He'll get the handoff off the left side. Hit immediately. And so he will actually lose about one yard on that back to about the 16-yard line. So that play was smelled out well by the uh, Hubbard defense. A loss of a yard, so it's third down now, and 11 to go from about the 16-yard line. Play comes in from the sideline. Dockery's out there, the freshman. Maddox Decker's out there, the freshman. Quarterback also out there, freshman, number 10, Aiden Patton. Six foot two, 180. Not a little kid. He's going to grow into his body. Okay, and uh, he's going to pass it. Quick throw out pass, and that is going to be tipped away, and Pasarczyk comes up with it. So <laughs> that pass was almost caught twice, but uh, knocked away. But Pasarczyk uh, comes up with it. But also a fourth down will be coming up right now. So it'll be a loss on that play of a little more. So it's be fourth down, and looks to be about, uh, let's see, about 13 or 13 or 14 yards for a first down. Of course, this is four-down territory. So we have a couple freshmen out here on a slot to the uh, to the near side. Ball's on the far side. Hash mark this time. Back the pass is Patton looking down there, and he's got Doc on the open, and he makes the catch. Touchdown. And that is a touchdown with seven minutes and 13 seconds remaining here in the first period. Is freshman to freshman. How about that? For the uh, first touchdown in this game. So one thing I'm impressed about in seeing Patton play is that he has nice touch on the football. Oh, he sure did. And right now, that is our drive of the game because it was a very nice drive. And they finished it off. So they struck quickly. Here comes the kick. This is going to be Doherty, I believe, as well. It's up. And it is good. And so about 7-13 remaining here in the first period is the Brockways 7. The Hubbers from Smithport 0. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with the Brockway kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106. You're home for Rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. 
Okay, we're back. And uh, Brockway on the board. 7-0 to zero here early in the first period. About 7-13 remaining in it on a beautiful evening. Oh, boy, it is super nice. For football. 66-yard drive, Bill. And, uh, of course, it ended with the 19-yard touchdown pass from Patton to Doherty. And then Doherty with the extra point. 7-0 Brockway. Turn it back over, Bill. Okay, and ready to kick off for Brockway is Aiden Wilcox. He is a sophomore, 5'11", 220. So pretty big soccer player is young Mr. Aiden there. Huh? And here's a kickoff. And uh, not real deep going to be taken at the about the 10-yard line. Receiver coming right up the middle of the field. He will cross the 30-yard line. And be taken down there right at the figure marker. Um, just about right at the 30-yard line. So the Hubbards will have their first offensive series there. Of course, they're starting a freshman quarterback as well. And uh, his name is Sherry, Jack Sherry. He is going to have his hands full tonight, I think, from this Brockway defense. But uh, one thing that can be said for these freshmen, they're going to get a lot of experience. And as they make their way up, they're just going to get better and better. They sure are. And also it has showed on the first scrimmage for Brockway that they're very active in the in the uh, offense and now they'll show their uh, defensive skills okay right shaders right under uh, shares right under center he hands off there to i believe number three that is jano and uh, joe jano will be hit almost immediately he'll pick up just uh, well in fact they're marking it back i thought he got more but they're they're uh, saying it was stopped in the backfield so there's a loss of about one and a half on that play when we got the second down and let's call it second and about 11 and a half here for the Hubbards. They've got a slot to the near side. Ball's near side hash. They're moving from our right to our left. There is motion. Handoff to the motion man. And he's going to be hit. And he may lose yardage on that as well. And that's uh, Roundsville. He's a junior. And he's going to be tackled in the backfield as well. So another loss as it brings up a third down. And about uh, 13 to go for the Hubbards. Yeah, Matty Brubaker came right in there firing off and uh, was able to get the tackle for the Brockway Rovers. Okay, so the Hubbards have a ways to go here. They've got a third down and about 14 to go as they've got a wide slot to the near side right now, a slot to the far side. Quarterback is a freshman. He's back to pass, looking downfield. Passes up there, and it is caught. Nice catch made, nice throw short of the 50-yard line, but it is a star trucking first down. So a nice play there by the, the young freshman. But there is a flag on the play. Could do we have a hold? It's in that place, so it may negate a very nice play on the part of the Hubbers. It looks like they are walking back, so it could be a 10 yards uh, marched off against them. It's going to bring up a third down, and I can't see the board there. You can kind of check and see how far they have to go, but uh, let's see where they mark it off, though. So it should be... It's at about the 25 right now, so they're going to get back there around the... 16 prep around the 16-yard line somewhere. It depends on where they're going to start here. Let's see. But it's going to definitely go against the Hubbers. Well, Bill, we have about 5.57 remaining here in the first quarter. And if you're just tuning in, Brockway with an early 7-0 lead as this penalty is being marked off. And you're right, Bill. Looks like the... About the 14-yard line, I do believe. So it'll be a third and... Extremely long for the uh, for the Hubbers, and they probably don't have something in their playbook to, you know, to handle this particular occasion, as they've got trips to the near side this time. Definite passing formation, maybe a blitz coming, and there is back to pass as a young quarterback, and it goes to nobody. 
And so that's going to bring up a fourth down and should put the uh, should put Rovers in pretty good field position. So an incomplete pass, fourth down and extremely long. A punting team will come out on the field for the Hubbers. And Pasarczyk going back there somewhere around midfield for the uh, for the Rovers. And uh, don't give him any room with his, uh, with his speed. So now he's back up a little more, so he's expecting a little bit longer punt. He's back at the 45-yard line. I'm thinking it's going to be shorter, but let's see what the uh, punter can do. Snap is good. Ball is up, and it's extremely short. It's going to bounce out of bounds at about the 31 or 32-yard line, and so the Rovers will have a short field to work with. And so have their second yeah. offensive series. Just wanted to go out off the side of the foot that time. Oh, well, well, I thought Pasarczyk might be back just a, <laughs> a might too far for that one. Okay, so first down and 10 for the uh, Rovers. Ball's going to be put down just about right at the 30-yard line. So at 30-yard line, far side hash marks. So they've got a split to this uh, this near side, one to the far side as well. They've been working a lot, too, this year with a wing back. So they do have a wing back in there. Can't pick up his number right now, but a handoff to Quello, and he cuts back right to the center of the field. We've got running room as he will get inside the 20-yard line. Going to mark it there at about the 17, about the 17-yard line. That's another star trucking first down. All of our star trucking, all of our first downs brought to you by Star Trucking Reynoldsville. Now hiring for all positions. Apply at startrucking.com. So John will get you to sign up there as soon as the game is over. Game's over. Uh, we've got a 13-yard gain for Jendi uh, Quelo on that last okay. play, Bill. First down 10. There he goes again. Got running room and still on his feet. Feet still working. He's inside the 10-yard line. Nothing fancy is going to mark it at about the. Uh, Seven or eight yard, like looks more like the seventh from here. Ball's about right in the center of the field, and so the Rovers uh, another great drive, but short field. Yes, I can't keep giving them a short field, and they've had it so far. First and goal, Bill. I'd say it at the eight yard line. Eight. Oh, they're in at the eight yard line. Okay. Quello to the left of Patton will get the handoff again straight ahead following his blocking down near the goal line. is going to be brought down somewhere there around the three or four yard line. Let's call it, to, let's see where they're going to put it. Could be even closer than that. We don't have a very good vantage point here, but looks like more like the four yard line to me. So the uh, public address guy and I are not seeing eye to eye on this one. <laughs> okay, but the Rovers have it and the uh, there's a to Quello again. He's got running room, and uh, he's in for the touchdown, but there's a flag, and where it was thrown, I believe we have a hold, and so I think this is going to be marched back 10 yards against the uh, against the Rovers. One of those drive killers that I talked to Jake oh, about. That's definitely a, a hold, and it's coming back. But that, you know, that happens, and, uh, you know, they, they, you can say the same thing with high school, like they say about the pros. You could call holding on every play, I guess, if you wanted to, but... In a situation like that, you'd like not to have it, but uh, goes against the Rovers, and so they will have a second down from the the 13-yard line now. But they've got the uh, the talent to take it in from here, as they have a slot to the far side, they have a slot to the near side. Doherty, the one that caught the uh, touchdown pass, he's out here to the near side for the Rovers. It looks like Decker is uh, in the slot position right now. And uh, there's a pass, and looking for that same play that was open before, and oh. it was knocked away. Receiver was not open on that particular pass, but again, a nice touch by Patton. 
he seems to be a kid that can probably throw that that back shoulder pass pretty well. But that time it was broken up, and so they have a third down now. That was Owen Brownsville for Smithport breaking up that would-be uh, completion. So he did a nice job for Smithport on defense. Yeah, he was there all the way. Okay, a slot both sides this time. Ball near side hash. Well, closer to the probably the middle of the field uh, right now. Quello to the right of Patton. Patton back to pass again, looking downfield. Gets a pass out there, and uh, it is not intercepted, but almost as it was thrown into coverage. And one thing I noticed about Patton, I watched him warm up, you know, and uh, he needs to get that front leg planted and then shift his weight to it when he throws. Uh, he's throwing, kind of leaning back a little bit, you know, that that's something you don't want to do. It's not a good habit to have. So that's something you'll have to, uh, as he gets older and grows into this position, is going to have to uh, correct for accuracy's sake. Okay, this is a fourth down now, so big play for the Rovers right now. And there is a stop in the action. Let's see what the issue is, as the official will give us the sign here. Offsides against the Hubbers, and so there's five yards the easy way. And that is going to take them awfully close, if not past the line again. I think it may be a first down. I think it might be. I don't see a signal yet, do you? Boy, they... <laughs> I think it's just like a oh, fourth fourth down and uh, a cat a cat's whisker by the looks yeah, of it. Fourth right and now. eight. It's not fourth and eight. Oh, where's the four? oh? Okay, all right. Let's see what they did. All right, okay. Oh, and uh, the Rovers uh, came across again as the uh, Pat must be giving them the hard count down there, yeah. and they came across, and there'll be five more yards the easy way. So they're going to be knocking on the goal line now. Is that ball is going to be inside the five-yard line at about the four-yard line. So 10 yards on penalties in the last two plays is a, a big benefit for the uh, for the Rovers. So let's see what they come up with on this fourth down and goal from the four-yard line. So let's see what they have. Got a slot near side and far side. Ball's about right in the middle of the field. Patton calling the signals. He's got it. Handled off to Aquilo, and he's on his feet. But... I don't think he got there, and so let's see. I think the, the stop has been made somewhere around the one-yard line, and so the uh, ball will be turned over, and so there's yeah. a lost opportunity. Yeah, I uh, think a sweep play would have been really good on this particular situation. Well, I know um, that's a great call, and, and Jendi Quelo usually goes inside the tackles, but this time I think would have been a great play to go for a sweep. Yeah, the, uh, uh, Smithport got a gift that time. I mean, they gave the Rovers a gift by 10 yards and penalties to get them down close to the goal line, but they could not get it in, and so it has been turned over to the uh, to Hubbers. But, uh, of course, in the uh, first time the Hubbers had it, they could not do anything with it. actually went backwards, but right now they are so close to their own goal line, it's going to be very tough for them. It limits what they can do. Okay, their first play out to the, uh, looks like the five-yard line, and so they'll have a... A second down and looks to be about uh, along eight. So let's call it eight yards for the uh, for the Hubbers here on uh, second yards. Well, it looks like you know they've about most of the town of Smithport is sitting right down below us here. Yeah, and coming in, uh, Raiden Kraft on that tackle, getting some uh, PT here in this game for Kraft? the Brockway Rovers. Oh, pretty crafty play on his part then. Huh? <laughs> Okay, yeah. let's see. We have a stop in the action looks right like now. There's a, there's a hanky on the field, by the way. Looks we have like offsides against the, the Rovers this time, so they were, yeah. <laughs> they were offside. So what is going on? Yeah. Okay, so they will step the offside against them, put the ball now at the 10-yard line. So 
Now we have the second down at about two for the Hubbards, so they get a gift. And they have quarterback is under center. We'll hand off. Nope. Uh, good fake. They're going to pass the ball, but he's uh, getting in trouble back there, and he's very close to the goal line, and he will go down. So he got swarmed back there, and so right now that's kind of our sack of the game. <laughs> and again, our sack of the game brought to you by Oh, I'm sorry, the big hit of the game uh, is brought, brought to you by Jim's Custom. The sack of the game, which we just started to get this year, is brought to you by Brockway Appliance. Uh, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. So that was our first sack of the game. And Jay Weary getting credit for the sack for the Brockway Rovers. Steamrolling in there with the QB sack. Okay, okay, hand off to the, on the left side or the near side. Still not fit as the running back. And he'll be knocked out of bounds there as he gets uh, just outside the 10-yard line. So about the 11-yard line. Boy, strong running by Gano that time coming out of the left side of the line of scrimmage. Breaking three would-be tacklers of the Brockway Rovers. Had him tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Now it's a fourth down and short and decision time for the head coach of Smithport. Yeah, They're going to go for a measurement or not? Well, I don't think so. Okay. Looks like fourth down about one, so... Pasachik's going to come back here, and he's going to stand somewhere, I think, between, well, them at the 45-yard line. I still think he could probably play a little closer, perhaps, but and I'll tell you, he's dangerous out there in returning punts. Okay, they're going to measure this? Okay, they are going to measure it, so we have a measurement official's time out here for a measurement. From here, it didn't look like he made it. It looked like he had a yard to go, but... We'll see what the measurement brings. See, Bill, I would, I would call for a measurement. <laughs> well, why not? Yes, give you, give your guys a chance to rest. You know, you think about it and so forth. Yeah. But if you don't make it, there's not much thought required here. You're going to no. kick it out of there. You know, it's too close to your own no. goal line. So You never know when you bring the yard markers clear across. You might lean and walk yeah. across the steps. You never know what the guys. Well, yeah. But you know what? i got to say that Smoke back in Brockway, he wouldn't make that mistake carrying the chains across because Smoke's one of the guys that uh, – Uses those yard markers. See, that's you never know what will happen when the guys yeah. bring those chains clear across the field. Right. You know, they might kind of you know, move on the grass a little bit and move really to the right, a little to the left. But we know the smoke and the guys in Brockway, they don't, uh, you know, they keep a straight line going across the turf. You know that. Well, there's, there's, there's a first down that we didn't yeah. expect to be. So the Hubbards mm-hmm. have their first down, or they start trucking yeah. first down. So good for them. Okay, so they will come out. They've got trips this time to the far side. Ball is near the near side hash mark. Again, the quarterback is Sherry, and he is young. He's just a freshman. He's back to pass. Getting rushed back there, and he's got to pull down and run. That doesn't have doesn't have much place to run, but he's going to be brought down just a little bit short of the 15-yard line at about the 14-yard, so he'll get a little bit out of that when uh, Probably there wasn't a whole lot to get. No, and, and the thing of it is, and talking to both coaches before the game, and they said, well, we got young kids, and we're kind of kind of keep them basic as pocket passers. And, you know, if you have a chance to get one or two or three yards, and when you're a freshman and you want to be pocket cat- passers, you know, go ahead and get that one or two, three yards. Okay, well, he, he did it that time. A slot near side and far side. Now for the Hubbers. Sherry's back to pass, looking to get an open receiver downfield. There's a man there, but... Uh, the, uh, the hometown folks are looking for a flag, but there isn't one as Pasarczyk was on the uh, coverage there, and that was McDowell. 
who uh, is also the quarterback. So I think he was the kid that was the quarterback. Now they're, they started the freshman at that position, but Dallas playing wide receiver. So I guess they're trying to get their best athletes in a position where they can get the ball and make something happen. Okay, so that brings up a third down, and third down about six now for the uh, for the Hubbers. They're still down in this one here in the first period, seven to zero. What kind of time we have on the clock, John? Since you can it's, see it, and I uh, can. Dollar thirty-six. Dollar thirty-six. Okay. Yeah. And this is homecoming. Remember for the. Uh, for the Hubbers, there's long pass downfield. Got a man up there, makes the catch at the 40-yard line. And that is Mason on the reception. He's a senior, 6'2", 160, and it looks like the same play they caught before. Yeah. So the coverage has not been good on that particular play. And that will be a star trucking first down. So once again, Hubbers are out here at uh, the oh, about the 44-yard uh, line. With a first down, so a nice play. Yeah, Smithport must have saw something on footage from about three weeks ago where there was an isolated wide receiver on one defensive back and a nice throw by Jack Sherry for well, Smithport. Well, yeah, the, the, the freshman did a good job looking to pass again. Got a man across the middle of us open. I believe that is number four, and that's uh, Mendel, or is that Mason? Okay, I guess oh, that's number they, they've got those numbers, too, that are hard to see, don't yeah, they? that was Mason on an interception. Okay, Mason is wearing, uh, yeah, he's wearing number two. Okay, so second down about five now for the Hubbers. Ball's at the 48-yard line, their own 48-yard line. They're moving from our right to our left here in the first period. We're just coming to a close swiftly. Trips this uh, near side this time. Ball's far side hash mark. Sherry back to pass. Getting rushed back there. And there could be a sack here, and I believe that was the number 58 that was chasing him. And 58, I don't know, 57, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. No, that was Yoner. Okay, so Yoner makes the uh, makes the tackle, and uh, you don't want Yoner falling on you. No, you do not. <laughs> He's a big boy, I might say. He's a big boy. Okay, third down and about eight now from the 45-yard line for the uh, for the Hubbers. We have Reese Yonner listed at 6'3", 270. Yeah, 270. Wow. They're just making them bigger and bigger, aren't they? Trips to the near side once again. Kind of a double slot formation out here. Uh, Sherry back to pass again. Being rushed back there. Gets passed down. Oh, and that is to nobody. I think he was expecting number seven that was Roundsville and I think Roundsville realized that he was in the wrong place and the quarterback threw it where he thought he was going to be and there was nobody there but the green grass so fourth down now and eight from the uh, well let's see about the 46 yard line uh, closer to the 45 yard line uh, and the punting situation now again Pasarczyk is back there has not really had a chance yet to return a kick Right. And I think if they're smart, they'll kick it away from them. Yeah, 36 seconds remaining okay. in the first. Okay, the Rovers are in punt formation. Pasarczyk is back for the uh, for the Rovers. Here comes the punt. It is high, not real far, and Pasarczyk will have a chance at this one. And he makes the catch. Still on his feet, going to the far side. Still on his feet, still on his feet, and goes out of bounds over there. So good return. They're going to mark it inside the 45-yard line of the Hubbers at about the 44-yard line. So the Rovers will start right there. 31-yard return. For... Good job by Pasarczyk, and he's got speed. You can't give him a little bit of room. So the Rovers have... 
How much time here in the first, John, since you can see it? We're down to 24 seconds. 24 seconds. Okay, on a stop clock right now. We've got a slot to the near side and to the far side as well. Again, starting the quarterback. That's uh, Patton back there. Quello to his left side. And Quello will get the handoff. Still on his feet, still on his feet. And he will have a star trucking first down as he tumbles forward to about the... 31, 30-yard line, somewhere in that area. But another start trucking first down for Quello, and I, I think that Quello will have a lot of yards racked up tonight before this one's over. Yep, 31-yard line. I don't think we'll get another playoff before the end of the quarter here. We're down to seven seconds, and it looks like we're going to go to the second quarter. Okay, let's see what uh, happens here. We can hear a whistle at any moment, but it looks like they up, the not going to get a playoff. That is the end of one. Rockway Rovers, seven. And Smithworth, the Hubbers, zero. And we'll be back in 30 seconds as we begin the second period. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. Bill Edwards along with John Allen tonight, and we are in beautiful downtown Smithport, up here on the side of the hill. Beautiful vantage point to see the uh, wonderful colors of the trees as they start to change. As autumn is upon us right now, and we have the uh, the hovers have the uh, have the fall colors. They've got the orange and black going on. And they. Uh, have their back to the wall just a little bit here, and they're down 7-0, to zero, but the Rovers are on another good drive as they're at the 31-yard line of the Hubbers. The Hubbers, they're moving from the, our right to our left. Bill, 81 yards and uh, yards for Quelo in the first quarter. Yep, so it looks like uh, he's going to rack them up here tonight, but uh, so far he hasn't hit Pater. There's a snap that's kind of mishandled, and the quarterback's going to go down. So ball ball's a little bit high, and uh, Patton mishandled it. So he has dropped back for a loss back to about the 36-yard line. So it's going to bring up a second down and about 15 now for the Rovers. The ball was mishandled. Looks like he gave it to Quelo. The ball went off of Quelo's hands right back into uh, Patton's hands. So very fortunate for Barocco not to turn the ball over there. Well, Quelo said, uh, I don't want it right now. So he gave it back to Patton. And Patton said, well, I don't really want it, but I will take it. Okay, second down, 15. Hand to Quello. He's right down the middle. And he's hit right there at the 35-yard line. So he will pick up a few and bring up a third down. Could be one of those passing situations as it uh, looks like Dockery's ready to come back in the end there. Somebody's on the field. Is that Quello? It looks like it might be Quello. And he is down right now at the uh, third, right at the 35-yard line. So he is one that uh, certainly... You don't want to lose, but it looks okay. Back on yeah. his feet, not limping, nothing. So I think he's just taking a break, John. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a tough kid, I'll tell you that. He uh, and he runs that ball inside a lot. And for his size, you wouldn't think so. But I think you were right earlier, too. I think sometimes I like to see a, just the old Green Bay sweep, pull a couple guards and get out there and hit somebody, right? 
Yeah, he definitely has the the jet speed for those kind of plays. And, and sometimes those guards like to get out there, too, and hit somebody on the run. Mm-hmm. Or yes, <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> okay, Give so, me somebody to hit. Yeah, yeah, ball's at the uh, 35-yard line. We've got a third down and about uh, 15, 14, 15 yards to go for the Rovers. So they need a big play right here. Slot to the far side and the near side. And there's a quick pass out to Doherty. He makes the catch. And the ball, is, well, he had the ball briefly and then uh, went through his hand. So, but a good pass by uh, by the freshman quarterback. So we now have a fourth down and about 14 to go for the uh, for the Rovers. And let's see what they are going to do. I think they're going to put Doherty back in the punt formation. So he is, and he'll be hitting this ball somewhere around the. Uh, well, about the 44-yard line. Looked like Herbert and Harris made the pressure, put the pressure on. Like Patton that time. Okay, so here comes the punt by the freshman. It is high, and it's going to bounce right at the 10-yard oh, line and go out of bounds. So really turns out to be a pretty good kick as they're going to mark it out of bounds. Some place... As soon as they get an official to stand it, okay, there he is. Okay, it looks like it's right at uh, the five-yard line. I think it's at the five-yard line. So I think the the Hubbards will have it right at the five-yard line, and first down and ten from there. As we're just starting the uh, second quarter of this game, if you're just uh, just tuning us in, then where have you been? We're glad to have you aboard. And thanks for we're, listening. We're glad that you finally made yes. it. I know it's Seven, a long drive yeah. to Smithport, so I know that uh, you want to hear what's going on up here, and we hope that we will be accurate enough to make sure that you do understand what's going on up here. First down and 10. Left to right are the Aubers moving. Hand off the left side, and ball carries going to be dragged down there, and I believe that is by number 57. I'm not sure about that. It's a long way from where we're sitting right now. Looks like Ben Yell. Yeah, leading it away. looks like it. So that's going to bring up a second down. Very slight gain. Let's call it about a foot, foot and a half on that. Seven-nothing is your score. Well, Seven-nothing is our score here in the uh, second period. The Rovers have had their opportunity, but uh, ran out of plays on the opposite end of the field in the first period. Ball carrier comes off the right side. He's tackled almost immediately, so he'll get very, very few yards on that. Yeah. So he's going to bring up a third down. It's going to be a third down, about nine, or at least a long eight for the uh, for the Hubbers. Jendi Quelo on the tackle, moving in on a solid one-on-one tackle that time. Well, a lot of guys playing both ways. You know, the, when you have a small school, that's what you do. You play both ways. And, and Quelo, they want the athleticism on the field, obviously, on defense as well. Okay, we have a trip to the far side this time by the Hubbers. Ball near side, hash back the pass. is Sherry throwing downfield, and he got a man up there, can't catch the ball. Uh, no, they were fighting for it. I'll tell you what, the uh, the locals are not happy about that one. But they were both kind of hand-fighting for the ball. It didn't look like there was a foul on either. That was Blake Pisarczyk on one-on-one coverage. Yes. That's twice now, Blake, uh, with the coverage on defense with the wide receiver. Looked like they were kind of going, like, holding on to Jersey a little bit, a little pulling and tugging. And there was no calls, no flags, no nothing. They just let the receiver and the defensive back play on the ball that time. Yeah, I think it was I think it was a good call, personally. Okay, Basarczyk is back for this punt. Going to come out of the end zone. As the Hellers are deep in their own territory. Here comes the punt. 
and it's going to that's going to be a bouncer and it's going to right past Pasarczyk and get away from him, Mr. Pasarczyk and the ball is going to be down inside the 45 yard line about the 44 and a half yard line so Pasarczyk was a little uh, hesitant about playing that on the bounce had the opportunity but then it bounced right past him so the Rovers will have it, though, in decent field position. They're going to put it almost right on the 45-yard line as the Rovers will be in their own territory right now, and they'll be moving from our right to our left. I don't think we're going to see that beautiful moon tonight that we had last night, John. I think that uh, it's going to be a little overcast. Not supposed to have any rain. Ball's near side hash, slot near side, and far side. Patting back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man open. That's Pasarczyk, and he will make the catch at the uh, 35 and uh, we'll go down right at the 30-yard line. So good throw, good catch. And that'll be another start. Trucking first down for the uh, Brockway Rovers. I said it's the 20-yard line. Oh, okay. Again, lines are painted on the grass field, sometimes a little distorted from here. So it is the 20-yard line. So it did take long for the Rovers to make up that territory and get in the red zone. Okay, hand off to Quill. Again, he's going to be hit almost immediately. So they're... Will be no game. It depends on where they mark it. They might even move it back. I think he's going to lose about a yard on the play, so it's going to bring up a second down and 11. And uh, those plays are starting to be read by the uh, Hubbers, so they're starting to realize that it's going to be a lot of quello in the same place, so they, they played it very well that time. And notice, Bill, too, the offensive line comes out, and they're going tight. They're like shoulder to shoulder on the offensive line. Okay, Pat, back to pass, being forced back there, going to be grabbed and thrown down. And so he will go down just inside the uh, 25-yard line at about the 24-yard line. And that's going to be, bring up a third down at about 12 for the Rovers. Boy, did they, they look very, very uncomfortable trying to uh, take that uh, the football and run with it there, Bill. Well, yeah, I know. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes patterns get to be predictable, too. Sometimes they... You know, it, it's, you know, as a quarterback is in a bad position if your receivers can't get separation. So there has to be separation. If that doesn't happen, then a poor quarterback gets stuck in the backfield. And he really doesn't want to run the ball if he doesn't have to. Okay, let's see. We had a flag on the field. Is that going to move the hovers back again? I think they're offsides again. And so we got a five-yard penalty. So we're now inside the 20-yard line, just outside the 15. I know Coach Lent very upset. And with uh, he took his headset right off, and he was really upset as he was looking across to his defense. So he's this those little mental mistakes, Bill. Okay, third down, eight. Quello with the ball. He'll make it to about the 15-yard line. Still short of line of gain, so it's going to bring up a fourth down. They still, of course, can make a first down somewhere down around the 10-yard line. So the Rovers will have a fourth down in about five. And uh, they're not going to kick it from here. You can be sure of that. The only kind of kick they try from here would be a field goal, but that's not going to happen. Okay, ball pretty much in the middle of the field. Slot to the far side and the near side. Patton's got Quello to his right. There is a jet motion. And have the Quello off the left side looking for some running room there. He's down around the 10-yard line. And I, um, I don't know that he made it. Uh, I think he might have had to get inside the 10. So let's, let's see. And I think they may turn over on downs again, which they do. So another turnover on downs deep in the red zone of the Hubbers. So uh, the Hubbers again stop the, uh, the Rovers right just a little bit outside the 10-yard line. Again, able to move the ball between uh, 
the 10 yard lines, but still can't uh, get those key first downs. And uh, positive yardage, but not enough. Uh, this time a little further out instead of in between the tackles, Bill. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I, I know. Uh, I, I can I can see Jake over there fuming a little bit. I, I think he'll be peeling a little paint at halftime, <laughs> as uh, as happened a few times I think this year. Okay, run off the left side by the Hubbers as they go from our left to our right, out of bounds over there somewhere around the 15-yard line I do believe, and that's going to bring up a second down and about uh, eight for the for the Hubbers. So we'll give him about uh, two on that play. We are in the second period. Our score is 7-0 in favor of the Brockway Rovers as they had to make the long trip tonight, as did we, to Smithport, Pennsylvania. We're, we're having fun. <laughs> yes, we're having fun. <laughs> well, I hope the Rovers are going to have fun here. Okay, there's a pitch to the right side, or the near side, and uh, and that, as I think Yano was after him, and uh, you don't want him landing on top of you, so the ball carrier goes down just outside the 10 at about the 12 or 13-yard line. Loss on the play all the way back, so it's going to be a third down now at about uh, 10 yards to go, so they're back where they kind of started from. Yeah, Yano was able to get rid of his uh, blocker in front of him and uh, able to get right onto the uh, runner that time and take him down. Okay, so they marked it about the 12-yard line. It's a second down and uh, third down, rather, and 10 from there. Passing formation. They have trips to the far side. Back to pass to Sherry. He's the freshman. Pass down. Field and no good. Drop short of the receiver as he falls down at about the 30-yard line. And I think we have a hanky on the field, so I think we're going to see an interception. Oh, I'm sorry, a... Uh, Interference by the uh, by the defense. That that fly came down rather rather early. Very late, yeah, very late. Uh, well, I, I couldn't see it until late, but I'm not sure it did. It came down late. I, I just uh, was looking at something else, and so but that's going to be a star trekking first down, a big break for them. And again, uh, another shot in the foot by the by the Rovers to to give the Huppers a first down here. Unless it got stuck in his pocket, he was looks like he was calling it all the way, but it took him a long time. Well, that's, that, yeah, that, that's why it didn't come down early. Is he, he was uh, I think it had dropped down into his socks and he was looking for it or something like that. But in any event, it was a first down for the Hubbers. You better watch that mosquito. Don't pick you up and carry you away. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's that's not the biting kind right there. Oh, that's, okay. uh, yeah, he just oh, kind of. Kind of a nuisance kind, so. <laughs> Didn't mean to put it in front of your binoculars there, but. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Pitch to the far side. Ball carry has it. Got some running room down there. Makes some uh, quality yards. And she'll bring it all the way out near the uh, 35-yard line. at about a 34-yard line. Short of the line of gain, but it's going to bring up a manageable first down for the uh, for the Hubbers. So it's made about second down on about three yards to go for the uh, for the Hubbers. As once again, I think, in my opinion, so just my uh, my observation, my empirical input here is that uh, Rockway's come out very slow again tonight offensively. There's a pass out looking for a man downfield. There's a flag on that play. As uh, Manny Brubaker was there a little bit too soon. And that's going to be another big penalty for the uh, against the uh, Rockway Rovers and in favor of the Hubbers. And they will have a start trucking first down out of that one. And so by uh, by real penalty, we have the Hubbers making their way downfield. A couple penalties, uh, pass interference calls. And earlier, 
they were letting them go a couple plays earlier in this uh, in the first quarter. They let a couple like like guys were battling each other down the field. They let those go, but these times, these times, uh, these two times, the penalties for pass interference. They did make the calls. Okay, we have a timeout on the field, and so we'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rubber football. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear, for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance, any important occasion, look your best with the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop, including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress, all the accessories like shoes and shirts, suspenders, dry cleaning and alterations too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop, West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go Go Rovers. Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are Sunny 106. It's not sunny right now, but uh, we are sunny in our spirit tonight. Bill Edwards along with the aged one, John Allen. And uh, we are in the midst of uh, a little bit of a battle right now. The Rovers only have a 7-0 lead. They just got a big penalty, which brings the Hubbers out to near the 50-yard line at about the 47-yard line, their own 47-yard line. And we are at what time here in the uh, second period, John? We're at 5.39 remaining here in the first half. Okay, 5.39. So it seems like the game is going very slowly. There are a lot of runs in the game, which really kind of slows the game down. A lot of passing, Bill. The passing has been, uh, you know, at least for the Rover side, it's been Quelo. He's going to have 100 yards in the first in the first uh, half. I'm sure more than that. If in the first half, might have been a little movement here on up up front for or was there an illegal substitution or? Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that, there are twelve men on the field. However, at the time it rained four days before game at home, the field was covered with water. They sent me in as a sub. They sent you in as a sub. Why can't I don't know what that was. Think that one <laughs> think that one through a little bit. Okay, first down, about fifteen for the Hubbers. Nice run off this oh. near side. Good running room, but a nice hit there. That was a hit of the night. And who was it? Let's see. Matty Brubaker. Matty Brubaker. So that looked like the big hit so far. Jim's custom collision. They sponsored the big hit. The big hit of the game. Uh, if your car gets hit, time to contact Jim's custom collision. Jim's custom collision has big been making friends for act by accident for close to 50 years. Oh wow! Yeah, that was the that was the big hit right there for sure. Matty Brubaker putting the wood on. Second down and about eight yards to go now for the Hubbers. And they will cross the midfield now. They're down inside the 45-yard line, right on the 45-yard line now. So they've got... Boy, uh, the Hubs are hanging around. Brockway's, uh, again, playing a good game. But you let a team like Smithport hang around, hang around, hang around. And this is what you're seeing now. Smithport's getting some confidence with this drive. What can they do with this drive? Brockway's defense starts, you know what I mean, stiffens up and yes, a third it just down, keeps coming at them. Third down and two. Let's see what they can do. And a run again. And they do have that uh, first down. They mark for forward progress. They've got a first down. Another star trucking first down. Isaac Crawford comes in and makes the big hit. Crawford, the senior, he missed several years in football but came back this year. He's a senior. And that is 
Star trucking first down. So the uh, the Hubbers, and well, I'll tell you what, it'll be a game if they can get on the board here before halftime. they got plenty of time to do it. Yeah, 4.20 remaining in the half. Okay, so let's see what they have. They have a slot to the far side. Ball's resting near side of hash. The Hubbers are moving from our left to our right. Two backs in the backfield with the quarterback. He's back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man too far downfield, and that's intended for number 10. That's McDowell. He's a senior, but again, it comes down to separation. If you can't separate, it's going to be very difficult to get a pass. Quarterback's going to look down and say, down there and say, well, that's not going to happen, so I'm not going to throw to him. But sometimes a young quarterback will throw to you anyway, even if you're covered. Mm-hmm. That can yes, happen. Yes, they would, and it come time, that'll come with the process of maturing. Well, they figure it out. You know, they figure out. Well, I've got the ball, and the defense wants the ball. So if I get rid of the ball, then they won't hit me. You know. So that's the philosophy. Okay, good run to the left side this time, and there's a flag on the field. That is Roundsville. He's a junior, but there's a hanky on the field. That could be a hold coming from where that flag came from. So let's see. It's 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 too bad when you get a good play and then you get a penalty and it gets called back and that's a shame. It is against uh, against the hubs. They're going to go back 10 yards when they were they had a drive going. And here again we have what we call the drive killer. Yes. And so they. There's uh, nothing more that hurts uh, you know a good drive and momentum than a a 10 yard penalty. Even worse, a 15 yard. Yeah, a 15 yarder really. So that's back across the 50. So it's back in Hubbard territory now. Now you, want to, you want the hammer? He bring out that 15-yard penalty because that really nails the, the drive down. Yeah, second down and what, 20, yeah. 20 yards to go now for a first down. Slot to the near side. Motion. Hand off to the motion man, and that is Roundsville. He'll be hit behind the stick, I do believe, so they might lose about a yard on that one, bring up a third down, about 21 for the Hubbers. So now they have a long way to go. And they're not a quick strike offense, and when you're not a quick strike offense, you don't want to get behind the sticks. No. Blake Persarchi gets credit for the tackle for the Rovers. Third down and about 21 now for the Hubbers as they come out. You can't, yeah, you can't get it all at once, Bill. Trips to the near side. Ball near the far side hash mark, if we had some. Back to the pass is Sherry looking for a man. He's got a catch. Outside the inside the 40-yard line at about the 37-yard line, somewhere at the 37-38-yard line. So uh, nice throw and catch right there, and that was Roundsville again, I believe number seven that made that catch from Sherry. Uh, but it's a fourth down, so it's a fourth down and about seven to go for the uh, for the Hubbers. Uh, again, they've got their trips to this near side. Running back to the right side of Sherry this time. Sherry back to pass, getting rushed. Throw here to the near side. It's going to go out of bounds. And so the ball will be turned over at the 38-yard line to the Rovers. And they have what time? How much time to work with, John? At 2.36 remaining. And Matty Brubaker made a heck of a ch- chance at the ball as it was heading out of bounds. The uh, freshman for the Smithport Hubbers is the quarterback there. Um, Jack uh, Sherry, who threw the ball, he overthrew his target as it was going out of bounds, but Brubaker still went after that ball and almost uh, came down with a spectacular catch. But you can't catch the ball in the bleachers, okay? No, no, but he did try. Just so you know that. Okay, first down and 10 from the 39-yard line. Trips to the near side. The freshman quarterback back there. 
That's Patton. We're going to throw a pass to Basarczyk. Got some running room if he can shake some tacklers. Still on his feet, and he will go down inside the 45-yard line at about the 43-yard line. So a little gain on that play. It'll bring up a second down and about uh, about six yards to go for the uh, for the Rovers. Still plenty of time. So far, young Mr. Decker, the big guy, hasn't had a catch. He's out there in the slot this time with the far side ball, near side hash mark. Rovers moving from our right to our left. Quello to the right side of Patton, looking downfield to pass, looking for his man. The catch is not the ball's not caught, but it's tipped away. And is that tip intercepted? And it is at the 45-yard line, tipped off the intended receiver. And the uh, Hubbers will come up with it. So a big play for the Hubbers. Simple uh, out-of-the-pocket uh, looking for his receiver downfield. He went for his tight end, Maddox Decker. Off the hands of Decker. It slips out of his hands as he had it. And a beautiful play by uh, the defense of the Smithford Hubbers and coming down with the interception. Okay, so a big play for them. A first down and uh, 10 from the, their own 45-yard line. To the near side, we have a slot. Back to pass to Sherry. Ball is thrown over everybody and harmlessly falls to the turf. I shouldn't say turf. Falls to the grass. grass. Still 7 nothing, Bill. Yep. Rockway in, in front. And we have nice grass here, too. It's really a nice grass field. And so I, I look, always look for less injuries with a grass field than with a turf field. Turf field is very unforgiving. Oh yes, you can run faster on it and all that, but uh, and uniforms stay clean. But it is a little bit more dangerous than the grass field. Okay, so second down and ten to go for the Hubbers. Motion to the near side. Back to pass is the freshman looking downfield, looking for his man out there, and the catch is knocked away. At the uh, 25-yard line, again, no interference call. I mean, the locals, they think everyone is an interference, that of course. A, yeah, that was a great defensive play. Jendi Quelo, again, being challenged tonight very often. And also Matty Brubaker, Isaac Crawford, and they have been challenged tonight quite often. Well, I like that speed back there. The Rovers have speed back there in their defensive backfield. There's no doubt about that. So it would be a pretty fast kid to run past Quelo and run past Pasarczyk. Okay, third down and 10 from the same place. We're at the 45-yard line. Hubbard's trying to get one in here before the half, which is uh, closing in on us. Pass downfield again, and that is nobody again. So it goes to nobody, and that'll bring up a fourth down from the 45-yard line. Again, the, uh, the faithful looking for a hold there. There was a hand on the back, but the ball was well passed. It was not catchable, so they're not going to call that. At least they should not. Yeah, he had a hand on his shirt. Yeah, but the yeah, ball was too far. I mean, uncatchable. Uncatchable, yeah. He was uncatchable. So they're not going to call that. And uh, so, it, but it's a fourth down. And the Hubbers will probably go for this thing. Why not? They're letting the clock run down. If they do punt, it's, there's going to be a little time left for the Rovers. Uh, what does that clock say right now, John? Is One it? minute, 43 seconds left. And okay. Ford has... Uh, Another timeout. Okay, so we got a timeout here. Our score of 7 to 0 in favor of the Brockway Rovers. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with more. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Brockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Brockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatments and water well.
well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Q Water Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. We're running out of time here in the uh, first half. The Rovers lead it by a score of 7-0, to zero, but they've had their opportunities. They've been deep in the red zone twice and gave up the ball on a fourth down, and so the score could be quite different, but it is not. It's 7-0 to zero as the Rovers will have it. They've got a little bit of time to work with it, about, what, a minute 40? Ball's at the 45-yard line of the hover, so one big play could do it. Uh, let's see what they do with a slot to the near side, one split to the far side. And uh, here's their punt. Their normal formation for a punt looks very similar to their offense. And that ball bounces around somewhere around the 20-yard, well, let's call it the 21-yard line. And so with about uh, a minute and 40 in that area yeah, somewhere. Minute 33. The, yeah, the Rovers will, ha- yeah. will have it. they got all their times out left. And so let's see what they can do. I mean, they've got big play capabilities. Coelho's back there. He can break one at any, at any time. One thing that's not happened with him this year is to break that long run, which he is quite capable of. Oftentimes it comes down to one block, you know, uh, or he'd be off to the races. So let's see. We have a little brief moment on the field here with the uh, stop clock as I think we have an equipment issue. Yeah, they have to get... Uh Gualanone in. Now Gualanone is going back. It, it was equipment situation. Now they're, I don't know what they're throwing they're, back and forth. Now they're going to have to time out. <laughs> they're throwing something back and forth. They have to call timeout now. Okay, so we have a timeout blockway. That is their first, so they only have two left. And you don't want to have a timeout for something like that. No. When, you've, when you have the opportunity, you know, to uh, maybe get another score before the half. This is uh, homecoming as we see the uh, homecoming kids on the other side of the field here girls in their gowns and so forth. Unfortunately, they have a night that's warm enough where they don't have to freeze to death. Uh, so uh, it's a big night for them. The parade started downtown. They did have trouble with their PA system, which would have been a nightmare on a night like this, right, if they couldn't get that thing working. But they Scott, finally yeah. did. Scotty would have to get the old horn out from the... Have to get the megaphone. You have to get the megaphone out, Scotty Wood tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, fortunately, he doesn't have to. Have, doesn't have to do that. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so we are getting near the end of the first half. Rovers have seven. The Hovers have zero. We have a minute and what left, John? As 33, you can, 33. A minute 33 left. Yeah. The Rovers have it in their own territory, right at the 20-yard line. As we've got trips to the far side this time. Patton, hand off to uh, Quelo. Oh, got some running room this time. Got some space, but uh, slips down across the uh, 30-yard line. That'll be a star trucking first down at about the 34-yard line. He will have it. So a nice gain by, by Quelo. He should be over 100 yards here in the first half, I do think. We're getting close, Bill. Okay, so we got a first down and 10. Ball outside the 30 now at about the 34-yard line. Rovers moving from to our left. Quello to the right side of Patton. Slot far side and near side. Patton back to pass. Got some time. Deep pass downfield. And Versace uh, can't make it. We have a flag in the backfield. And where it was thrown from and where it was thrown, thrown to, looks like a hold by one of the offensive linemen. And so I think it's going to be a hold. I think the Rovers will be going backwards after this one. And yes, sir, it is a hold call. 
And again, one of those drive killers that we have talked about so many times. And so the Rovers will go back again. Offensive line, keep their hands inside and don't be grabbing stuff. Right. <laughs> I got Quelo rated 100 yards after yeah, that last yeah. run. I think it was 100.2, John. So I think you need to correct your stats there. 100.2? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course, a couple I'm, blades of grass in there, too. I'm keeping that in my head, of course, okay. you know. So, okay, back to passes. Patton looking downfield. Oh, he the, was hit hard. He got, he got, uh, got hit. And that ball went in, into the ground. Uh, so, welcome to varsity football. Azubo gets credit for the hit on. So, that's going to bring up a second down at about 20 now for the Rovers. They're running out of time here in the uh, first half. Yeah. Clock stops with the incomplete pass. They, they hold the lead, but coaches cannot, the Rockley coaches cannot be happy with a 7-0 score here in the first half. I'm sure of that. Trips near side. Quetos to the left side of Patton this time. He's back to pass. Quick throw out pass here to the uh, near sideline, and that is Pasarczyk. And uh, he will get outside the 35 to about the, oh, I'm sorry, the 20 to about the 27-yard line. That will bring up a third down and uh, very long, about 16 yards to go for the uh, for the Rovers. Bill, I like the call there, trying to get some screen option passing going on. and. You can use that for also a run to sweep in the opposite direction, to setting all kinds of looks there. Well, I'm so pleased that you like it, John. Okay. We try to do our best to please you. Great. You know, you know that. Great. So you can extend my pass then. This is true. All right, third down and about 15 for the Rovers. They did a big play. Trips to the far side. Hand off to Quello off the right side, but uh, not much room there as he goes down right at the 30-yard line. That'll bring up a fourth down. And the clock is uh, pretty close to there. And that is the end of the first half. So at the end of one half, here from Smithport is the Rovers 7 and the Smithport Hubbers 0. And we'll be back with the halftime show in two minutes. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro & Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro & Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football. Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC-CPA.com. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RVIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968. Shop local, buy local, Hi, I'm Jenny, the manager over at your Big Deals online store. Did you know that when you shop locally, 83 cents of that dollar stays in town? Local businesses are the lifeblood of our community, and that's why you should shop your Big Deals online store. Dozens of gift certificates to local businesses, all in one convenient place. Shop local from the convenience of your home or smartphone. Visit DuboisBigDeals.com. 
community service, and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. And uh, halftime score 7-0 in favor of the Rovers. And one has to think, especially if you, have, if you saw the first half, that the Rovers should have had at least two more scorers in this first half. Did not... Uh, we're not able to do so, even though they were deep in the uh, in Hubbard territory. Two times where they really had a, a were in a good position to do so. We uh, have uh, Mr. Quayla with uh, 100 yards plus in the first half. I think I have it at uh, 100.2, John, if if I am correct. Uh, but you have 103. So, uh, but uh, those remember the statistics that we give you are not uh, exactly perfect, right on like the. The oh, guys I, that walk I, the sideline for the newspaper, but John is pretty close. Yeah, so got, John's pretty close. Tonight. So yeah. uh, you know we got him, we got him in the home and got him here, and he seems to be functioning okay. So he's got Quello at 103 yards, and but one thinks that Quello, one thinks that Quello could perhaps have more should he get a chance to run outside more. I think we talked about that, did we not? Right on the way up, we thought maybe uh, he really he's a punishing runner up the middle between the tackles, but we think if we can get. Uh, Wendy out, Jendi out to the outside sweeps. Like this last run was off right tackle, but there was a huge space on the left tackle, uh, off left tackle near the wing position. There was a huge hole. Now, if, if Jendi, obviously he doesn't want to fumble the ball, and he really holds tight on that ball with both arms around it. And if he had that vision look, but everything was designed to go to the right side. But if he just, if there was a way to get that vision look to the left as he's getting the ball and make that cut, it was open daylight, nothing but green on our left side. But keep in mind, it's easy for us to see that bill from up here. And it's not easy for, a, a, you know, anybody on the field to see that. So that's just us dissecting a play from our end of it. Well, and of course, and of course we're infallible, you know, obviously. <laughs> well, no, but uh, seriously, though, he has too many people to make miss oftentimes. Okay? So you get him out where he maybe has one or two people in open space. He's so quick. That'd be very difficult to bring this kid down open space. So I'd like to see them open him up a little bit more. Maybe once in a while, even put him in the, let me go crazy here. Maybe put him in the slot once in a while and let him get a little pass in, in a dead spot and then let him run with the football, you know, that sort of thing. But anyway, so I, I don't get paid to be offensive coordinator. So, you know, I just shut my mouth. And But again, just, uh, just observation. We're just making observations, okay? And we're allowed to do that, I think. I just want to remind you why I have a few minutes to mention our great sponsors for these games. And the reason that you get to hear them, a Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero Cup and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Bremer Lumber and Molding, Yard Works, Glass Town Pizza, Delolo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Varachetti Holdings LP, 
and Creekside Auto, Creekside Auto and Terra. So we we thank those folks, and uh, of course we thank the folks that uh, also have some special advertising, and we want to mention them. Our first downs brought to you by Star Trucking of Reynoldsville, now hiring for all positions. Apply at StarTrucking.com. So write that down, John. Uh, play of the game. The play of the game brought to you by Janet Malillo, attorneys at law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. A drive of the game. The drive of the game is brought to you by Friend Relly Sales and Service, the home of the 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean, used vehicles. Sack of the game. The sack of the game is brought to you by Brockway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on nature brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. And a halftime show. The halftime show is brought to you by Rogas Auto Sales. You go to used car dealer and uh, you go to used car dealer in Brockway. Bad credit, no credit, no problem, Johnny. They service and detail to Rogos Auto Sales. The coin toss is brought to you by NDL Accounting Services in Brockway. Don't leave your financial freedom up to chance. And Time's Out. Time's Out are brought to you by Sunrise Coffee in Brockway, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. So we thank you for all those folks. And remember that our player of the game is brought to you by Spitzer Auto World. That's Pitzer Auto World. The world revolves around you, so keep that in mind. And we'll have uh, some of these awards given out after the game, play of the game, play of the game, all that stuff. We'll let you know what we think. And, of course, we can be wrong, John, but uh, we, uh, we just report what we see. And tonight we are seeing uh, some beautiful young ladies in their gowns tonight in the, as they are the homecoming court. And so... Uh, a lot going on here at Smithport uh, tonight. So, okay, going to take you into the uh, locker room, John. So stop playing with your phone and uh, get in the locker room with me. So we know that you old people don't know how to handle cell phones. So why even have one? You know. So, okay, go ahead. Okay, before I let you talk some more, and during our halftime show, just wanted to recap the scoring for this game. It's seven nothing Brockway at the half and. The drive for Brockway started at their own 34-yard line, 66-yard drive, and the scoring was the pass play from Aiden Patton to uh, Dockerty, and uh, they made the score six to nothing. And Dockerty added the extra point, and that's the score seven to nothing. This came in the first quarter. There was no scoring in the second quarter, and that's your halftime score seven to nothing. And I'm sure checking the scoreboard of our other area media and uh, looking at that score, kind of saying these exact words. Boy, this is a real shocker here, and I'm sort of surprised to see this score. Well, yeah, it is a little bit surprising, I think, and uh, I think. Patton has done a decent job as a freshman. It's not hard to come in and start your first varsity game. You, uh, you know, you have some trepidation, and uh, it, I, I do know that in honor of his first start, he's wearing Patton leather shoes tonight. You know, so for the event, so I'm glad to to see that he's, you know, kind of taking the game to a different level. But otherwise, he's done a really good job as a freshman. He seems very composed out there, and so he's just going to get better and better. So that's uh, that's good news. Well, you know, we have a little extra long. Longer uh, halftime show, perhaps tonight, because of the uh, the clean in the court and all the festivities here. But one thing I did want to bring up, and I, I did talk to uh, a little bit with Coach uh, Jake about this, but the uh, with youth football, and uh, you know, we're always concerned about uh, about injuries, and I, I do want to mention that for in some places, 
And, and this is hard for me to uh, kind of understand, but in some places, uh, there are many organizations that uh, have players as young as five years of age, John. Can you picture that? I mean, five years of age, they're playing tackle football. And we have to remember that we've got little tiny skinny necks at that age. And then we have the, our head is always bigger at that age. And then we have the helmet on top of it. And so we have this kind of, it, it looks like, you know, the little things they put on the dashboard of the cars, you know, the bobblehead things going on out there. And uh, by the way, there are institutions like the Aspen Institute, <laughs> Institute that contends that, uh, Flag football ought to be the standard until age 14. We also have a Concussion Legacy Foundation that believes the same thing. We have the Pediatric Foundation that believes the same thing, that uh, kids should be at least 14 years of age before they start participating in tackle football. What do you think about that? Well, the uh, the writings there, um, the opinions are out there. Um, I have talked to head coaches during the 90s very successful head coaches and we're in Smithport right now and there's a very successful head coach Carl DeFillipi here who led a team to a state championship I had a chance to talk to Carl and he told me outright I hate it Um, I don't want nobody to say well when did you talk to Carl when did he say that but he outright said I don't like youth football He he, he does not like it and um, and I can back that up by saying that it is I my opinion, Bill, is I think the kids should be playing flag football first, and obviously wearing the protective gear of the helmets, and at this such a young age, and and I don't believe that at five years old that, that this is where I don't think we see five-year-old kids in our area playing helmets. You know, I see peewee, I see peewee football. And I don't think the, there's got to be an age. I know we have the, what, the tiny bowl and then the cereal bowl the, at one time Well, in, in our area youth. Um, but yeah. I think there should be an age limit as far as even starting. 13-year-olds, I know there's some pretty good 13-year-old boys youth football. Um, because the next year, 14 is considered junior high. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me say this: that uh, according to the Academy, the American Academy of Pediatrics. Let me quote this so uh, I'll get it right. But what they have said is postponing the age at which tackling is uh, acquainted with the game would almost certainly diminish the gamble of these injuries that they see. And so the Pediatric Association is saying, you know, we we would not see these injuries if we did not start these kids so early. And for some reason, you know, a lot of coaches think, well, and parents think the same thing, that, well, if we start them earlier, they will be better. But normally what happens is many kids get burned out so they are not even a part of the game later because they are so tired of it. And uh, there was a day when kids would go out in the sandlot and just play. The ball was there and they would just play. There would be no parents there. No parents would be involved. They would just have fun and play. And they didn't get hurt. They knew how to protect their heads. And uh, and I was one of those kids. And uh, so I, I think they just get kind of worn out with this after a while, everything being dictated where they can't just go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. And the, the other part of it is that uh, sometimes young kids are expected to make 
certain movements in a sport where their body's not quite prepared to make those movements yet. And so, and when you look at flag football, you can accomplish all the things you need to by helping develop movement skills and position where you should be positionally catching the ball, throwing the ball, all those kinds of things without hitting each other. And so, back in the day when there were no junior high football teams, people didn't have junior high back then. You started in ninth grade, and that was varsity. Like my school, we didn't have junior varsity because the school was so small that uh, everybody, if you couldn't play in ninth grade, they didn't play anything, you know, because it was ninth grade when it started. Otherwise, you're playing Sandlot and just having fun. And so, and for those who think that, oh, they, that we can just get them started earlier. Well, you know, it depends so much on your genetic makeup. If you have it, you have it. I, I mean, and, and I'll give you a good illustration of that. I may have mentioned it on air before. When I was coaching down in Maryland, I... I and I taught down there, and I had a kid. I had one sixth-grade PE class down there, and I had a kid in that sixth-grade PE class who was just outstanding, an outstanding athlete. And uh, this kid could catch everything. He was fast. He was quick. He could just do everything in sixth grade. He was the number one player in the big league down there outside of Washington, D.C. He was the number one player out of a 1,000-plus players. Well, eventually he went on and was an All-American at Maryland University and then ended up being drafted by the uh, by the Baltimore Ravens and had a good career in the NFL. But this was, you know, a 0.1% of the kids that you will see that is able to do that. And so uh, you, if you have it, you have it, and you will develop based on your genetics. And, and, and that's the way it is. So regardless if you start somebody early or late, if you have it, you have it. I had a kid that played with me, never started playing football until he was in 10th grade. By the time he was in 11th grade, he was an all-state candidate in football as a running back. And he hadn't played at all before that. So if you have it, you have it. So I think what uh, many parents, too, and uh, those these experts that we have uh, that have said the same thing, that we need to kind of keep kids out. Uh, in fact, a new report uh, released by the Aspen Institute contends flag football ought to be standard until age 14. And again, they're looking at that age 14 because they're looking at physical development. Right. And so I realize that there'll be people hearing this that may not agree with, with these things, but oh, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's not just me yeah. saying it. It's these right. organizations that have said the same thing, and, right. they, and some of them are organizations that are connected medically, like the Pediatric Association, and they've made studies, and they've, and they've, they've done this. And, and so I think we will see, because a concussion can start very early on, and then as the kid gets older, he suffers more of them. And so it just makes sense that they start when he's five years old or, or you know, if he's 10 or if he's 11 or 12 or whatever, then the the seriousness of that may become more prevalent as he gets yeah. older. So, And then now we see kids that are stopping playing football because they're sick of it when they are in perhaps sixth grade, and they don't come back out. And this is true on the Brockway football team as well, and it has been, where kids that have not played for years that come out when they're in 11th grade or 12th grade. We had some come out a few years ago that they hadn't played since they were in seventh grade, and they were now seniors. So this is what happens, that they just get so fed up with it that they just they, they just say, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore, and then they get talked into it by their friends when they're 11th or 12th grade. So this is what's happening. So I think uh, we're not telling anybody to do anything. We're just saying take the information that you have and, uh, and think about it and, uh, and then make the decision for, you know, for your own kids and, and, and so forth. I had three nephews that played, and now I have a great-nephew that's actually playing. Um, and the key there is that, in my again, we say this is my opinion. <laughs> okay. Is, Fair enough. 
each time a new group of kids come along, they play peewee football, and then they play varsity youth football, that over the years, it's the same helmets being used. They're not upgrading the helmets. Yes, they can't afford to. Right. So you're looking at hand-me-down helmets, and are they made improved to adjust each year for the kids to for, to protect their whiplash hits? Yes, whiplash is a big thing. Yes. Yeah, and, yes. And blindside hits, or or you know, a little silly laugh in the stands. Oh my, he got hit pretty hard, didn't he? Look at him. He tumbled on the. Well, and uh, yeah. How does that help a little? Uh, I call I say kids. Yeah. Well, and, and on the other hand, the other the other aspect of this is that the coaches mean well. I mean, they mean and well. They, they want to work well. with the kids and yeah. they want to help with the kids. But again, how equipped are some coaches? Mm-hmm. The, the, I'm sure there are a lot that are just doing it for the love of the game and the love of the kids, but may not know a lot about what they are doing mm-hmm. because they just needed somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I look at mechanics. You know, I, I, that, uh, mechanics are very important in sports, and I, you know, I coach quarterback or I teach quarterback mechanics, and so when I look at quarterbacks, and I can tell you right now that this kid started throwing that way and moving that way and doing things when he was probably playing peewee football and nobody corrected it. And so now he's uh, a 10th grader or a senior or whatever he is in high school, and he's still making the same mistake mechanically, which could have been corrected a lot earlier you know, with, with this kid. So those kinds of things also you know, uh, enter into this situation. And so it's something that at least people can talk about, whether they agree or disagree mm-hmm. with the age. They at least need to talk about it, and I guess that's why I'm bringing, you know, bringing up the subject uh, right. uh, tonight. And it's a good thing to talk about openly, and like you said, if you agree about it, don't you don't like it, you like it, and you you just look put your you put yourself in the shoes of your your grandson, your nephew, um, and just feel what what that might be, and uh, and the biggest concern, flag football is just equally as competitive and fun. And growing up as playing the physical football, you have to get to that mature age where it's not going to affect, you know, the development, technique, learning, going to camps even, you know, however you want to do it. But again, it's only opinion uh, that we're, and also the key facts about the orthopedics and and and, things you have. And John, I think you, you make the opinion based on good science. Mm-hmm. It's just not an opinion. It's, you know, following good science. So, well, uh, okay, we're going to stop that conversation right now. We'll have a discussion here when we come back. We're going to take a two-minute uh, timeout right I'm gonna, now. I'm going to go get a hamburger. And uh, John's going to run and get a hamburger and a milkshake and uh, some fries. Do you want one? And I'm going to sit here and not eat it all. So uh, we'll be back in two minutes. Uh, so right after this timeout. It's 7 nothing at halftime in favor of the Rovers. We'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rubber football. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone. GlassTownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. 
Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Centered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Centered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, share for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year, and that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594 642 one contractor number PA006025. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back after that uh, that uh, little conversation at halftime, and uh, we could we could almost also discuss John. There there is uh, there, there's some new thinking relative to uh, turf fields and grass. Research out there suggests that there are fewer injuries on grass than there are on turf as far as football is concerned. And that is not hard to understand when you understand, you know, the, the, the physics of the thing and, and how the human body reacts uh, proprioceptively to a surface. So, but that's a discussion perhaps for another time. So we won't get into that right now. Both teams are out on the field. And it'll be interesting to, to note, John, what happens here in the second half. What kind of adjustment uh, has Brockway made? Because one seems to think, at least this one seems to think, that there are a whole lot of guns that they did not shoot in the first half, that they have a lot of ammunition left that they didn't use. Yeah, you wonder how, uh, not the word conservative, but how many plays were worked on uh, with the freshman quarterback, and that's on both teams because uh, the freshman quarterback for Smithport, Jack Sherry, he really was showing off his arm as a pocket passer, just trying to get the routes connected. And the same with Brockway with Aiden Patton. You know, they both like to seem to throw out of the pocket and doing a really nice job, but the timing's not there. They need to work with more in practice, and it'll come. You can tell they're both freshmen, but you can see a lot of talent and potential out of both these freshman quarterbacks. Uh, Bill, at this time, I'd like to uh, recognize all the coaches for both teams. Well, you, Smith, you, you go oh, right ahead. Okay, with Smithport, you have Colby Austin, um, you have uh, Chris, Kristen uh, Fitzsimmons, and the Kevin Lord, also Colin uh, Strawcutter, and Ryan Yingling, when the head coach is Joel Lent. And for the Brockway Rovers, you have also head coach Jake Heigel, Ben Dolan, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator Frank Baruchetti. You have uh, Mike uh, Coons, a wide receiver and strength and conditioning coach, and also with Adam Fox. And we mentioned that Braden Fox is uh, 
he's suited to play tonight, but he's not in the game tonight. And um, But he is available to play. But right now the freshman, Aiden Patton, is getting the playing time tonight. So recognizing the coaches and uh, this evening for both teams. And uh, we wish him the best always uh, for both these teams. And Bill, uh, you mentioned about the schedule next week, uh, Brockway at Keystone, and then the big game also at all oh, Keystone and then at home next and then the games are at seven o'clock right that, that is correct that in is correct. October uh, the following Friday Ridgeway and then the big game Thursday night Red Bank Valley and that's in October okay here comes kickoff and it is going to go out of bounds so we've got a, a penalty on the uh, on the kickoff and that was uh, that's where the soccer kick kind of got out of hand right there <laughs> and uh, kind of it's like hitting a uh, golf club, I guess, when the, the head of the club is turned a little bit too much and you send it into the woods or wherever. Uh, I think his foot was maybe turned a little bit too far that time, and so the Hubbers will take over. They're going to take over their 35-yard line. So you don't want to kick the ball out of bounds because that's 35-yard line. That's a good return uh, by anybody's uh, imagination. And okay. I, forgot, I forgot Smoke is the coach, too. <laughs> okay, well, oh, yeah, I, Got to, got, to, got to get him in there. Okay. All right, so we have first down and 10 from the uh, 35-yard line. Hubbers have it moving left to right here in the uh, third period. Again, our score is 7-0, which surprised me a bit. I thought it would be a lot more than that. And let's be honest, it should have been, I think, in the first half. So let's see what the uh, what the Rovers can do here in the second half to turn up that offense. Yeah. John Varachetti in on a stop for Brockway that time. Big John. Big John. Big John. Okay, so second down and 10. Ball sitting in the same place, right at the 35-yard line for the uh, for the Hubbers. Big crowd at this game. Emptied the town out, I do believe, on this homecoming game tonight. Full house backfield. We've got a slot to the far side. Quarterback, uh, I think there was a problem with that play on the quarterback. Doesn't want to run it, but he has to. He'll get two yards out of it, so it's going to bring up a third down and eight for the Hubbers. Bill, I think that was a wildcat formation. Mason took this direct snap and took off with it. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to hand it off to somebody. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. He doesn't look like the kind of quarterback right now that wants to run with the ball. But, uh, but it may be. He just may have been unsure of himself. That is tough. Like I said, sophomore quarterback, first start, varsity game. Not a, not a fun position to be in. Okay, third down, about uh, about eight to go now for the Hubbers. From their own 35-yard line, back to pass is Sherry. Looking downfield, and uh, receiver got turned around out there, and that is number seven. That's uh, Ransville. He's a junior. And we have more laundry on the field by yeah. the looks of it. Good double coverage, too, on the play with uh, Brubaker and Crawford for Brockway. Yeah, that was a little bit of a okay. Good, good decline on that since it's going to be a fourth down and an eight to go. So Rockway will drop a sergeant back for the uh, to receive the punt. Sergeant really has not had a chance to get loose very much tonight. So perhaps, perhaps maybe this is it as he stands at his own 30-yard line. Ball I think will be considerably shorter than that. And uh, it's going to be, no, it's going to be about the uh, 32-yard line. And the Sajic falls down at the uh, 35-yard line, just over the 35-yard line. And this is where the difference between playing on grass and playing on turf. You know, you're not used to it. 
you make a sharp cut sometimes, the field the field isn't there. But as I said, you know, you, you talk to coaches, especially old coaches like me, that say that, oh, you know, football's meant to be played on grass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it took that slip there. It looked like he had a good cut to make, and then when he made the cut, it just didn't happen to get into the open field on the right side, the far side of the field from our location. Well, he's not playing with much in the way of cleats, I don't think. There's a full house backfield handoff there to the last man. That, uh, I believe, is a different number in this game, John. I, I, I think it's number 20. Oh, we got another penalty really late, Bill. Uh, a light call on that. Maybe a face guard or something on a tackle? Uh, I don't know. But I'm trying to see what that number is because I think we have a new person for Quello in the backfield. Was it... Uh, that was Pasarsic on the carry. Oh, okay. Okay, was, I knew it was a different number. I couldn't see the eight. I saw the two, but I couldn't see the eight. So, it was just a, a simple full house backfield, and a, and what is rare for Brockway because they run that spread, they were under center, and so uh, Patton was under center that time, and so just running right at them in that in that formation, and that'll be another start talking first down. The easy way is a big penalty there. As the ball is going to be inside the 35-yard line to the 34 of the hover, so that is a <laughs> that yeah. is a tough penalty right yeah, there. That's a 33-yard gain. Oh, that is a tough penalty. There's a handoff again. This time it's the Quelo looking for running room, and he's going to be hit and to stumble forward to the looks to be the 30-yard uh, line. So they're going to mark it to the 30-yard line. Short yardage that time as he stripped up. Second down and about seven, seven and a half for the Rovers. So the big question is, you got a drive going by help of that long uh, penalty. Can they put it in the end zone? <laughs> that's the that's the thing that matters right now. Okay, we're back to a shotgun formation now. Patton is back there. Got Quello to his left. We've got a wing to the to the right this time. A slot, or I'm sorry, wide receiver each way. Hand up to Quello. And again, uh, off tackle is that run. And boy, I'll tell you what, I, he makes a couple yards, but I'd love to see them run him outside. You know, pull a guard, get outside, and... Turn the kid loose. I'd love to see that. Third down and five now for the Rovers. You're absolutely right, Bill, on that call there. Well, you know, I, I'm just playing arm armchair quarterback here, I guess, but it's just uh, what I, I'd love to see. Okay, Coelho's to the left of uh, Patton again. Split far side and to the near side. And Coelho gets the handoff again, going up the middle, and he's going to be hit by several tacklers there. But he'll get up there near the line of gain. And so it's going to be a stop trucking first down. So as long as he can make those first downs, I guess they'll just keep going back to that. And so Quelo, well over 100 yards now. 100, 103 in the first 113 half. 113 yards, unofficially. Okay, first down. For the uh, fellow overs again. Patton under center this time, full house backfield. Looks like the old T formation going on back there. And that handoff looked like it was to, was that Pisarczyk that yes. time? Yes. I think it was. Blake Pisarczyk with the carry. And he'll get a good bit out of that one as they're going to mark it down near the near the 15-yard line. So let's mark it at the 15-yard line and bring up a second down and about three. So that is, uh, that, that's what you want on the first down. <laughs> I tell you, it makes it easy on a second down call. Split far side and near side. Quello to the right side of Patton this time. As the Rovers are on a good drive here, their first drive here in the in, in the second half, moving from right to our left, they head off to Quello again, and he uh, picks up some nice yardage there. Let's see if he's at the line of gain. If he isn't, he's very close. It is a first down, and so another stop trucking first down 
on lieu of that run by Quello, and they're down to the 10-yard line. So it's going to be a first down and goal from the 10-yard line for the Rovers. So they have it deep into uh, Hubbard territory. Boy, good block by Yonner again up front, Bill. Well, what he hit you, I'm sure that you know it. Again, full house backfield. Different look for the uh, for the Rovers. Balls on the ground, though, and then handed off finally to Pisarczyk. And he'll get a little bit of running room. He'll get inside the 10-yard line. Let's see where they're going to mark it. As he will get just a, just a couple of the market. Uh, looks like about the 8-yard line, perhaps. I think around the 8-yard line. They brought in an extra lineman in the backfield. They look like the old. That's Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, they're running from a straight T formation right now, which is kind of rare to see them in that when they're always in the uh, in the spread. So something new. Yeah, they got that big lineman right in the, uh, right Glock, in the center. Glock Leon in there. Yeah, right in the center of the... Uh, of the two running backs, and that's Quello and Pisarczyk, one on each side. Off the right right side there, I think that was, was that Pisarczyk that yes, time? Yes, it I was. think so. Okay, so it's a third down goal, and they are just uh, just a little bit inside the five-yard line. Again, we're in the third period tonight from uh, Smithport. Got a wide split to the far side and on their side. Again, we're in shotgun formation now, Quello to the right of Patton. He'll hand it off to him because off the left side, he's got running room there, and I think he may be in. And it is. It is a touchdown. And what time do we have on the clock there, John? 6.31 in the third. 6.31 in the third, and uh, Quello goes in for the touchdown to make it 13-0 in favor of the uh, Rovers. Extra point upcoming as Dockery, the freshman, will be uh, doing the uh, honors as he has been doing. He's been very accurate. And so the ball is going to be set down there, and Dockery will... We'll attempt the point after. Good snap. Ball's down. Up. And it looks good from here. And it is. And so at 6.30, whatever it is. In yeah, the, 6.31. Uh, 6.31 here in the uh, third period. It is now 14-0 to zero in favor of the Brockway Rovers. And we'll be back in 30 seconds right after this commercial timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport in Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, so the Rovers come out hot, and on their first offensive drive, they hit pay dirt, and nothing fancy about it. I mean, they went to a T formation, patent under center, and uh, pretty much Coelho and Pisarczyk did it. Yeah. So, Boy, that, that drive started at their own 35-yard line, 65-yard drive, ended with Jendi Coelho with that run of four yards, 13 to nothing, Doherty extra point good. And 14-0 now with the score, Brockway in front. Okay, so Brockway in command. Ball's dribbled around back there on the 30-yard line, picked up again. And across the 30-yard line is the uh, Hubbard ball carrier, and they will start there with their second offensive series. That's just shy of the 35 to about the 34-yard line. There's Ryan Mason on the return. He had trouble just getting that ball. 
picked up. Uh, he's been uh, he's been doing a lot of work for the Hubbers tonight. So we'll have it first and ten, their own 34-yard line to Smithport Hubbers as they get ready to go here in the uh, four, third quarter with 6:24 remaining. Again, 14 nothing Brockway over Smithport. And again, with more of the action and the call, Bill Edwards. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, we got two uh, really nice drives of the game for the uh, Brockway Rovers. Their first drive in the first period. And in the second, there's a nice pitch and catch right there. Receiver's going to make the catch, and that is uh, number five, and that's Kirkman. He's a junior. Actually, he's not. Uh, well, let's see. He got to the. Yes, he. Well, uh, wait a minute now. They. Okay, they're moving the stake. All right, he made it to the uh, line of gain, and so that is another stop trucking first down for the uh, for the Hubbers. Uh, the Hubbers at times show a little spark of something, don't they? They sure do. I mean, they uh, they only have one win. They beat uh, hapless Cattersport here, but uh, you know they a few times they've looked uh, looked pretty good. But again, they're working with a young team, and you can see that. Okay, we get trips to the far side this time. Ball near side hash. Hubbers. Back to pass. Ishay looking for a man out there. Oh, and it almost gets intercepted there by, by it looks like Matty Brubaker. But that'll bring up a second down now from the uh, from the same place, about the 46-yard line for the uh, for the Hubbers. Well, as you said, John, next week we travel again. I think uh, Jared Holbrook with me with me next week. We go to uh, Keystone. So far, John. And then we'll then we'll come back. We have uh, we have a team a little bit closer to us. So we have Ridgeway coming in. They've had a difficult season this year. There's a pitch out going left. No real room over there. As Barker is going to hit, be hit right there at the 50-yard line, do you believe? So you pick up a few and uh, be about uh, looks like about uh, six yards for a line of gain here. So. Yeah, the game's, the game's kind of been a little bit uh, slow-moving at times, it seems. You know, so there's so much running in it, especially on the yeah, – well, on both sides, really. You know? Col- Colton Ross on the, gets credit for the stop for Brockway on defense. Okay, so I have a third down, and uh, let's cut it along six right here. We have a trips to the near side once again. Quarterback is the freshman. Whoa. That ball's on the ground, and uh, he goes down with the ball. And so, big loss in that place is back inside the 40-yard line. Let's see where they mark it. They could mark it right at the 40. Yeah, they're going to mark it right about the 40-yard line. So, big loss in that play. It's going to bring up uh, well, about 15, it looks like, and it's a fourth down. So, you have a punting situation. So, the Hubbers will stall out on that, uh, on that particular play. Pasarczyk is going back for for Brockway here. He's going to stand uh, inside his 30-yard line, about the 25-yard yeah. line. Let's see if he gets a chance to run one back here. I'd like to see him get a little opportunity and a little bit of room to use that speed that he has. And here comes the punt, and uh, he might get a chance here. He's got catch, and but he's going to be hit immediately at the 30, so no chance there. As your friend, uh, the little mosquito is back here for you, John. He's, he's looking to yeah, suck your. I think he's going to pick you up and play. He's, he's looking to suck your blood. Well, uh, it's not. It's not one of those that bites you. Oh, know, okay. So, oh, so it's not. It's I'm, not a, I'm learning science here tonight. Or well, about, uh, it's, yeah, it's not a female Anopheles mosquito. Uh, okay. Those are the ones that cause malaria. Oh, okay. The males do not. The females do. Okay. The only reason I know that is because we got a big lecture on that before we went to Vietnam. You know that uh, it's a female Anopheles. If you can hear the mosquito, 
You don't have to worry about it because it's a male. Okay, pass downfield. Patton with a nice pass down there, but not caught. Nice play defensively. And so it'll bring up a second down. Yeah, so if you if you hear the mosquito, it's a good thing because it's a male. And the males don't bite. So, you know, if you don't hear them, those are the ones that will get you, John. That pass intended for Pisarczyk and uh, yeah. McDowell, I believe that was on coverage that time with a nice play on defense. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay, here we go. Second down and uh, long balls at the 30-yard line. Rovers moving right to left. They lead this 14 to nothing. Trips to the near side. Hand off to Coelho once again. Again, uh, right up the middle for Coelho. He doesn't look like that quintessential fullback, does he? I mean, size-wise. He's really pound for pound. Yeah, he does. I mean, he, he keeps those feet moving. He's a tough kid. Doesn't get hurt. Okay, so we got third down and seven now for the, uh, for the Rovers. As they, uh, this might be, you know, if they can continue this drive, I think it'll be their longest, <laughs> their, one of their longest anyway of the evening. If they can maintain it, slot near side, back to pass is Patton. Looking downfield, throws it out here to near side, but Doherty. So, uh, so Patton, he's he's young, but we were talking earlier about, you know, you start kids off young. Make sure, especially a position like quarterback, you need to have the mechanics right, you know. And uh, so, if I was working with Mr. Patton there. There are a few things there that I would straighten out <laughs> right, right off the bat yeah. that he needs to work on. We just had the homecoming queen walk right by us here. Yeah, and she didn't even say hi. No. <laughs> okay, fourth down. So, punting situation for the Rovers. They got nothing done that time in that series. Here comes the kick. High. Nice kick. Really nice kick by the freshman. Bounce. And uh, it's going to bounce inside the 35-yard line down to about the 31-yard line. So the, the Hubbers will have it there. So good kick and a good bounce. One thing about the turf fields is that the kickers like it. bounces really well. Punters like it because that ball bounces. Took a real nice bounce that time. Yeah, this this was really this feels in good shape. Very well maintained here. It's very nice. And as we said before, football meant to be played on grass. Mm. Throw a little dirt in there, a few rocks. I mean, that's the way you well, play I'll football, tell you, the right? spotter here helping Scott. I didn't catch his first name. He's been eating some good food here. Besides. You stay away from his food now. He's been eating some great food all night long. You only get to eat, you only get to eat when you're done. You, you, you only get to eat when you're done. Okay, first down and 10. Ball at the 30-yard line of the Hubbers. They move from our left to our right here. We're in the uh, third period. Rovers lead at 14-0. Dave's hand off to, let's see who that is at Mason again. Oh, number number five as Kirkman. He's a junior running back. They have him listed as a running back and defensive tackle. <laughs> That's an yeah. interesting combination right there. Yeah, and that was Isaac Crawford coming in on the stop for Isaac the Rovers. Crawford, the senior, yeah. Now, he's one of those that took several years off from playing mm-hmm. football. He's playing in the deep I think though that I think, though, he has some injury issues. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, yeah, you can't miss those years. They, you know, you can't make them up. Okay, it is a third, second down. Second down now. Ball's at the 35-yard line. Quarterback keeper this time. And he, no, that's a, a direct snap back to Mason, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mason that time, number two. Yeah, quarterback did not. He, uh, he was to the right of Mason that time. He's uh, wearing number 11. Johnny Baraschetti on the stop. Yeah. Yeah. He's a linebacker position. Tonight. He's a linebacker, yes, yes. 
Okay. Colton, Colton Ross getting a lot of playing time. Yeah, his I, linebacker position. I thought he tonight. would. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a third down and about three, three and a half for the uh, for the Hubbers. They need some something to happen right here. They need to sustain a drive is what they need. Down 14 to zero here as we're getting late here now in the third period. Two minutes in the two third. Minutes, two minutes remaining. Okay. Again, a direct mm -hmm. snap to uh, Mason, and he will go down and lose yardage back to the 25-yard line. That's Ross coming in. Or so, no, who's that? No, no, that's 18 for the Rovers. That is Raiden Kraft. Kraft, yes. Okay, and that brings up a fourth down. And once again, we see Pisarchik back here. Will he get an opportunity to really return one? I think he's he's uh, itching to. Well, we need a line drive punt, bounce, hit hit the field, bounce into his arms, and give him room to run. He's That's, got those feet going up and down. He's like got the knee bent and legs ready. Okay, it's high. It's away from him, but he's going to try to work his way to it. But it's a good bounce. He'll return it. He does get the bounce. He's inside the 50 and out of bounds at the 45. So. That time he was able to field the ball and gets into uh, Hubbard territory. So it, it, the 43 or 42. Their, their mascot is interesting, isn't it? For the Hubbards, <laughs> yes. they they have a wheel, you know. And of course, Hubbard is talking about the hub in the center of the old wooden wooden wheel. So uh, they've got the whole wheel though, because you can't be running out here with just a hub, right? <laughs> Well, that looked pretty dumb, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Brockway's had great field position this entire game, Bill. And oh, they you have. You think it's about time to take advantage of this uh, oh. field position. Oh, absolutely. Here comes Aquello again and has not been able to break loose, but he's inside the, well, at least to the 30 or, yeah, 35-yard line. So a good run on that play. He's racking up the yardage. Second down now and about a uh, long three for for the Rovers, once again, can they finish off this drive and score points? Jake was talking about that today in our, you know, in our interview. They need to finish drives. Okay, we have a split to their side and far side back. The pass is Pat looking downfield. Got a man clearing back there. Does he make the catch? And I think he does. Yes, and that is Pasarczyk. And Pasarczyk will get the reception right about the one-yard line. So, a nice pass by the freshman. Another star trucking first down. It's going to be first down and goal for the Rovers. Now, that was a good pitch and catch right there. Well, he just had to wait. The receiver uh, for the Rovers I did, uh, had to wait for the ball. He was in behind the defense, you know, and was able to pull it in. Well, yeah, it Mr. Patton needs to step into the ball, and Quayle uh, is short of the goal line, but not by much. So nothing fancy here to call. Nothing fancy here. Okay, so second down and goal for the Rovers as that ball is very close to the goal line. So the Rovers are in very good position right now to put another one on the board as we're late in the third period. Under center is Patton, full house backfield again. And there's a handoff to Pasarczyk, and he is in easily. And so at the one second remaining, one second remaining in the third period, Pasarczyk will score from uh, about a foot away, I would say, to make it 20 now to zero in favor of the Rockway Rovers. Upcoming will be our extra point, and that is our, our freshman. Once again, Caleb Doherty, six foot 190. So a big... No, no. Well, yeah, there's Doherty. Yeah, okay. All right, Doherty ready to kick it. And he's been very accurate this year. I hope I don't jinx him. Ball's down 
Ball's up and right down the middle and is good. And so with no time left on the clock, basically, here in the third period, Broadway strikes again to make it 21-0. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with the Brockway kickoff. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the rock garden good luck to both teams have fun and play hard the home of brockway rovers football is sunny 106 okay we are back brockway well in control of this game by a score 21 to 0 and uh, we are ready to enter into the fourth period in one second <laughs> so one second we'll have to kick off and we'll be Changing this thing up again here. So, Wilcox will be kicking off for Brockway. And Wilcox is a 10th grader, 5'11", 220. Short kick. Will hit at the 20-yard line, picked up there. Ball carried to the near side and be hit right there at the 30-yard line. And I think they'll mark it right there at the 30-yard line. And so that is the end of three. Our score at the end of three is Brockway 21, the Hubbers 0. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. We're beginning of the fourth period. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we're back. This is the fourth period, just about ready to begin. Bill Edwards along with the aged one, John Allen. Yo, you make me feel younger every time you say that. (laughs) Well, you know, what makes it hurt more is that I am older than you are, so. <laughs> I thought I was younger. So, so that's why. I thought I, you were younger than I was. <laughs> well, don't I wish. Uh, I think you are at that, what, 6-0 mark? You're pretty much over that now. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, how much? Let's see here. Yeah. June, need July, all your, August, need all. September, or, or October is Sunday. Yeah. say five months. Okay, but you're still 60, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 21 zip, as you mentioned. Yeah. Just starting the fourth quarter. Well, here's Bill yeah. Edwards. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I guess, the old guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. First down and 10. Ball's at the 30 yard line. Hubbers have it moving from our right to our left, looking to pass the ball. Sherry looking downfield, and it's going to be picked off by Pasarczyk at the 45 yard line. Still on his feet inside the 30, inside the. Th- a 20, and uh, I think he will take it the whole way, and he does. And so quarterback picked off at the 40-yard by, by, by Pisarczyk, so 40-yard interception return. And uh, that is a, another touchdown on the board for the Brockway Rovers. They strike quickly here in the fourth period. So no drive involved in that one. So they uh, they lead this one now, 27 to 0 
Waiting to attack on the extra point is our freshman Dockerty to make it 28 to zero in favor of the Rovers. Let's see if the snap is good. John Varachetti, the center on this team, has done a great job at that position. Ball is down. There's a flag on the play. Mm. Where we have too much time, or somebody in the in the uh, zone, or what? What is the what is the call? We don't know yet. We'll let you know as soon as we do. Probably offsides or procedure. Oh, uh, yeah. yep, 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 yep. You procedure can either call. guess one or the other. You're one or the other. 50% right. And so the ball now is going to be hit right at the 15-yard line. So that makes a 25-yard extra point. <laughs> so, But he's got the leg for it. it. Sure does. Yeah, he probably welcomes the opportunity. Ball is down, and it is up. And it is good. And so with how much time in the fourth period, John? We have just 11.47 remaining, just 11 underway. 47 <laughs> remaining in the fourth period. Brockway strikes again. They now lead it by a score of 28-0. to zero. And we'll be back with the Brockway kickoff right at this brief timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Down, set, Panda's put in the work this football season to be your ultimate defense with the Spitzer Shield. She'll catch you great deals and help you score Panda protection with our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. While Panda increases her speed, you can too with the Spitzer Speed Pass, where you can shop online anytime at Spitzer Auto World Dubois. our world revolves around. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we're back. The lead was along with the ancient one tonight. <laughs> and the uh, Rovers are firmly in control of this game by a score of 28 to 0 as we just begin the fourth period. Yeah, did you eat my hamburger or something? <laughs> No, I don't eat red meat, so I would not oh, ever okay. eat your hamburger. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I stay away from white flour if I can, too. So I'm one of those weird birds like that. Mm. Okay. Wilcox with the opening kickoff here in the fourth period. It's going to bounce around and go out of bounds mm. once again. And I think that young man needs to straighten that foot out just a little bit. <laughs> Anyway, Bill, I want to say you mentioned about the mosquitoes to me, and you knew about the mosquitoes before yes. you went to Vietnam. I just yes. want to say thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. And uh, welcome home. I know a lot of times when I meet some Vietnam veterans that uh, it was not a, a good welcome home, but I just want to take this time. I know we're broadcasting football. Some people say uh, take that opportunity when you see a veteran and say thank you, and uh, a lot of people say, why are you thanking me for when the veterans? Because they... Uh, don't have a good taste in their mouth, but um, just say thank you and thank you so much. Well, I, I thank you. I appreciate that very much. I just my only, only my big regret is I couldn't bring all my guys home right, with me. Right. Back to pass. The Sherry ball is dropped, and so that'll bring up a second down and ten. Ball from at the 35-yard line. Sherry's pass intended for Roundsville, incomplete. And it is uh, Colton Ross actually put some. Well, it was simply dropped, but Colton Ross was coming over to put some pressure on. Pressure. I Under like, pressure. I like that. I like that. Right. Yes. Yes, and number 18 has played a good game out there. Kraft, uh, he's a junior, 5'9", 170. He's done a good job defensively as well tonight. And we have others out there. Number uh, 15 is Ross. He's done a great job tonight as well. There's a pass. Going to be picked off again by Basarchik. 
Pisarczyk picks it off oh, again. Oh, no, they're going to say it bounced off the, the ground. Oh, okay. It looked like he caught it free, but yeah. it bounced off the receiver. What an effort. Though. And he caught it, but apparently touched the ground first. So that would have been another interception by Pisarczyk. So they may uh, feel like uh, maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. Uh, but uh, now it is going to be second down. And uh, 10? I think Coach Heigl just threw the red flag. Oh, he, just threw, he just threw the red flag out. Oh, okay. For a challenge. We're going to the... Oh, I see that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in order to do that, I think he had to pull one of the one of the pants off, one of the uh, Brockway uh, reserves over there. Okay. Third down and 10. 35-yard line. Back to pass is Sherry, and he's being pressured back there. He's going to be buried. And so, doing the bearing back there is number 55. That's Weary. And 57 back there with him also is ben Yale. Yale. Ben so Yale and Jay they, Weary. They ganged up, ganged up on the quarterback that time to bring up a fourth down. So, another punting situation for the uh, for the Hubbers. Uh, and that's weird. That's uh, he's involved in sacks. So that's his second one. That's a combined so, total of 505 pounds he got sacked by. Yeah, <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> okay, here comes the punt, and uh, it's going to bounce around. It's going to hit the 50-yard line, bounce around, but not downfield. It's going to bounce around, kind of about right where it was, or where it hit. And so the Rovers will take over. They're going to mark the ball. Inside the 50-yard line at about the 46-yard line. So the Rovers will have it from there. And they lead this one in the fourth period by a score of 28-0. So it looks to me like they will have a happy ride home. Of course, I will not because I have to ride home with you. So, uh, But but they'll be celebrating. Yeah. Okay, first down and 10. Ball just outside the 45-yard line for the Rovers. Hand off to Coelho once again as he racks up the yardage tonight. And he's down inside the... <laughs> it's still on his feet almost to the 40-yard line of the Hubbers. That's another start trucking first down. So Coelho will move the sticks once again. And unofficially, you have him at uh, how many yards tonight, unofficially? 148. 148 yards. So he needs to break one and get that 200-yard marker going here. Okay, back to passes. Pat looking downfield. Long pass downfield. Got a man out there. And he makes Crawford. that catch. And Crawford. that is Crawford. And he is down to the one-yard line. And I'll tell you what, though. Pat just needs to put a little more energy on that ball. And that would have been a touchdown. He's throwing just a little bit short because he's leaning back on the release. He's got to step into the pass. Now, forgive me for being the quarterback coach right now, but uh, I'm just uh, passing along what I am observing. So first and goal from the one now from the Rovers handoff there. And that is Quillo, and he's going to score. So Quillo with how much time on the clock, John, since you can We're see? down at 10.08. Okay, 10.08 left in this ballgame. Quillo scores again, and so the Rovers are back on the board looking to add to that score uh, once again. So at 34-0, to zero, looking for one more, and uh, right now they got things cranked up finally in this uh, second half. 34-0. to zero. Can they make it 35? And Doc has been very accurate. Again, he is a freshman. He'll be doing this for a lot a lot more games here in the future. Ball is down. It is up. And it looks good from here. And it is. 
And so, with uh, 10 minutes and 8 seconds remaining in this football game, it's 35-0 to zero in favor of the Rockway Rovers. And we'll be back with the Rover kickoff right at this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, Wilcox has it set up to uh, kick off to the uh, to the Hubbers. 35 to 0 in favor of the Rovers right now. And so this game I think is a little bit out of hand for the for the Hubbers at this point. Their offense has not been able to move much. Okay, ball received back there at the five yard line, so the ball carrier's got a long way to go, and he's going to be wrapped up there just outside the 20 yard line at the 21 yard line. So the Hubbers will start from there. Again, next week we are at Keystone, and so we'll bring you that game from Keystone. Again, we'll be on air about 25 minutes to 7, and we, uh, we're always hoping that the equipment always works. Because sometimes we have difficulties, and I know people that listen know that at times you have things beyond your control. And so... Uh, you know, this is uh, what happens sometimes in our electronic age yeah. with so many things it's, going uh, out in the atmosphere. When I say, yeah, that means, <laughs> you know, what, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that'd be the first time. Okay. <laughs> Quarterback falls on the ball at the uh, 15-yard line. So this is the first time I'm joy- I was able to help you out, Bill, that everything went smooth. Well, yes, but the game's not over yet. So oh, I, mean, I mean, from the you know, oh, the, from the, the beginning, pre, the yes, pre-game, yes, the pre-game. Yes, well, that, I'm glad about that. <laughs> yes, I'm very happy about that. I wanted to mention on the kickoff return that on the tackle for Bronco, one of the younger players, Michael Zakali, made the stop number 52 for Bronco. All right, good, good job, Michael. Okay, second down, about 15 for the uh, for the Hubbards. They're back in the hole once again. And there is a pitch out to the near side. Ball has got some room out there as he will cross the 20-yard line to about the 23-yard line. And that is, I believe, number three carrying that time. And that is Janelle. And I ask about that name. You know, it's spelled G-A-N-O-E. And it looks like it should be pronounced Gano, but it's a hard G there. So we're pronouncing it Janelle. And hopefully that is the correct pronunciation of that name. Okay, third down and about nine now for the uh, for the Hubbers. Ball is about the 23-yard line. Their own pass down field. That man wide open at the 45-yard line. And he's going to be caught by Vesachik at the uh, 40-yard line of the Rovers. So how he got that open, I don't know. They're going to mark him uh, at about the 37 or 38-yard line of the Rovers. So... Another start trucking first down, and that is their best play ball game. It sure is, and a nice touch on the pass. He caught the pattern perfect, and he got in behind the defense of Brockway to haul it in. Now that was McDowell. Uh, McDowell is a pretty good-sized kid. He is a senior. He's a kid that had been playing quarterback, so they got him out playing wide receiver. Okay, sir, first down 10, jet motion this time. 
And uh, there's a flag on the play before things get underway. Looks like a dead ball foul. And is that going to go against? Yep, five-yard penalty going to be marched off against the Hubbers. And uh, another, another one of those <laughs> drive killers that we hate to see. Okay, so now it's going to be first down and 15 yards to go now from about the 43-yard line of the Rovers. So the Hubbard's back in a hole once again. Slot to the far side. Jet motion this time. Back to pass. Is Sherry looking downfield? Got a man out there, there and that is caught. That's the same pattern that they ran two other times that were successful, and that is another star trucking first down. So they have, that is the third time for that same play that they've got that same play. So they found a weakness over on that side with a, with a giant crossing pattern, and so that is a that is a first down. And Hubbard's are on the move uh, here. I'll try to get some names in there for you, Bill, on some of the defenders. Okay. Or Broadway. They are um, the starters. Main starters are still in there, but they're trying to mix in some of the yes, different players that's true. too. Yes, yep. yep. Which is a good idea. Okay. So we got trips to the near side. One split to the far side. Again, Sherry, the freshman, back to pass, looking downfield. Got a man out there, and uh, no good. So pass was wasn't great, and the pattern wasn't great, and therefore the ball just fell helplessly onto the grass. Second down now, 10 yards to go. Ball again just inside the 25-yard line, the 24-yard line. 7.30 remaining in the ball game. Jack Smith and Xavier Schwetner in on defense for the Brockway Rovers, getting some different mix of players in on the game, but some starters still out there. Also, Raiden Kraft is still in on defense. Okay, pick with a pitch out to the near side. Ball carrier doesn't have a whole lot of room, and so he's going to be brought down just about 21-yard line, so we'll pick up a couple, but about two, eight yards or so on a third down now away from the uh, line of gain. Yeah, Colton Ross comes in on the stop. Ball carrier that time was, uh, again, Janelle, and he just came out limping a little bit. He is a sophomore, so he's got two years to go yet to play this game. Okay, so ball's at the 21-yard line, about Third down, about seven to go for the uh, Hubbers as they are in Rover territory. Full house backfield this time in the shotgun. Is Sherry looking downfield, looking to throw. He's throwing that pass back out there. And again, it was that uh, same play it looks like. And there's a flag on the play. And that flag came in kind of late. Yeah, he was reaching back in his pocket there. And his hand was kind of like back there in his back pocket again. Right. And finally he got the flag out and he threw it. So. Uh, yeah, got to be careful there so you don't pull your underwear out instead of the flag, you yeah. know. But, but he, uh, he managed to finally get a hold of it. Yeah. So, See, I could only do one thing at a time. Like, I could only blow the whistle <laughs> first and then reach for the flag, or I could throw the flag and then blow the whistle. So, he so multitask, multitasking is not in your, in your playbook? No, no. Okay, that's but, a 15-yarder. It's going to take, take yeah. this ball way down there inside the 10-yard line to about the 9-yard line. So the Hubbers have their best chance yet tonight to get a score on the board. So they got a first down and goal from inside the 10-yard line. So let's just see what they can do. Hubbers are looking to get on the board here on homecoming night. They had a, a very nice display all set up for homecoming night. And they would like to do nothing better than to get on the scoreboard for homecoming night here for the Smithport Hubbers. The right. Rockway defense will say, let's not do that. Well, we had <laughs> homecoming time. last week in Rockway. Okay. And uh, time out on the field again here. I think 
We have a timeout, Hubbard timeout. And so we're going to take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more action from Smithport. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we're back, and uh, our score 35 for the uh, Rovers and zero for the Hubbards, but the Hubbards are threatening right now. Yeah, it was last week we were talking about uh, homecoming, and I told uh, Jared Hobart, I said, you know, he played up at uh, Wellsboro. I said, yeah, your team was so bad that, that you had your homecoming games away. And, uh, you know, he laughed, but on, on the inside, I think he was hurting. Oh no! Well, actually, he—he he knew I was kidding because they had a pretty good—they had a pretty good team, really. So uh, we were just kind of pulling his leg just a little bit. Mm-hmm. By the time the game was over, I think his right leg was a whole lot longer than his well, left. A little bit tugging there. Just a little bit. Okay, first down and goal. Back to pass. Is Sherry pass inside? And does he make the catch? Nope, does not. But uh, not a bad throw. And uh, pattern was just a slant pattern into the end zone, but incomplete. So second down and goal now from inside the 10-yard line. So this is a place where I'd like to bring the bring the offense in, John, and then make your make the receiver go out. That way you don't risk the interception because it either goes out of bounds or your receiver catches it, you know, that sort of thing. So we'll see what they will do here on a second down inside the 10-yard line. Now, they're not doing what I advised, of course, but in any case, let's see what they do. As Patton is back in the shotgun formation, we'll hand the ball off. Nope, nice fake, looking to pass downfield, and it could be picked off, and it is in the end zone. And uh, let's see who has it. Is it Quelo? I'm not sure, but uh, it could be also number four. Is that Brubaker? Matty Brubaker? I think maybe it was Matty Brubaker yeah, made the inception. Yep, Matty Brubaker made the interception in the end zone and brings it all the way out, just shy of the 45-yard line. They're gonna let's see where they mark it. I think at about the uh, 44-yard line. So Black will have it at the 44-yard line. So that was an ill-advised pass that time. Yeah, he was having a lot of pressure. I think that was John Barachetti came in and put a lot of pressure on Sherry, the quarterback for the Brockway Rovers, and on defense, again, Matty Brubaker picks it off, and he was on the run. Yeah, you know, again, makes my point, you know, throwing the ball in the middle of the field with all those bodies in there, and, of course, uh, Brockway came out with the with the interception. Okay, back to pass is Patton, going to throw it downfield, and he's got Doherty out here, makes the catch at the 25-yard line, still on his feet, and he's got running room, and he could take it in, and he does, and so Doherty makes the catch. And so that is right now, I think, the play of the game. Would you say, uh, would you say so? 62 yards? So, oh, no, no. <laughs> from the, about the 45-yard line. So that, that might be our, you know, our play of the game right yeah, there. 56-yarder. So that, is a, that was a good pitch and catch right there. And uh, so great, great job there by the... Uh, by the freshman quarterback to a freshman receiver. So we'll keep that one in mind. Uh, 
as our play of the game right now. So, and the exit point upcoming to make it 42. And uh, there was a bad snap that time, so Doherty's trying to run it. And uh, I don't think he's going to get in. Nope, he will not get in. So our score is going to be 41 now to zero in favor of the uh, Rovers. And we'll be back with a rotor kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Rockway football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. And how much time do we have in the game here, John? Take a look There's for me. 506 remaining. 506 remaining. Our score 41 to 0 in favor of the uh, of the Rovers. So scores don't look like what it should look like. Uh, there's that kick this time by Wilcox. This time it's infield to play, taken at the, about the 20 15 yard line. Balcar is going to not make it to the 25-yard line will be taken down at the 24-yard line, and so the Hubbers will have it there. And so right now they're just kind of playing for pride, which is the same reason that you're announcing. Well, the Smithport Hubbers have showed that's able to move through the, you know, from 20 to 20. They had that set up at first and 10 at the goal, you know, first and 10, first and goal at the 10-yard line. And they called the timeout, and that really hurt that pass that was intercepted in the end zone, and that set up Brockway's freshman-to-freshman combination for that 56-yard pass. Well, could they could they throw that pass to McDowell again? <laughs> That's a, yeah, that that was a good pass that combination. That certainly worked for him, didn't it? Okay, back to pass is Sherry looking downfield, looking for number two. Oh, and he had it in his hands and dropped it at the 40-yard line. That is Mason, drops the ball at the 40. Oh, uh, he had some uh, had, a, had a good game and might have had a whole lot more after that one. So a nice play, just the uh, ball was dropped, but otherwise uh, a nice play by the Hubbers. Gage Park also getting in on defense for the Brockway Rovers. Xavier Schwetner still in. Oh, there's a sideline warning. Yeah. Yep, sideline warning, saw the flag on the field. So it won't affect anything. Second down coming up. And 10 from the uh, 25-yard line for the uh, for the Hubbers. Obviously, they are running out of time. And that is McDowell coming over to the near side this time. And uh, uh, on him now, we got a new number on him. That is number 16. That's Kane Brubaker. And uh, Kane is a 10th grader. He's 6'2", 165, so he's a tall kid. So he is playing out here. And Patton is back to pass, looking downfield, and uh, the ball is low and goes to nobody. And so it'll bring up a third down and 10 for the Hubbers as they just bring out the passing game right now, trying to get something going. Mm -hmm. I didn't keep track of how many attempts to pass that... uh, Sherry has made tonight, but uh, every pass that he has thrown has been a tight spiral. I mean, I mean, it's been right there as far as the spiral is concerned. But it's you know he's definitely going to if he, the mechanics and the maturity comes through there, 
Uh, he's going to be uh, uh, something for people to really talk about and be a part of the Smithport program. Yeah, he's got a few mechanics issues he, he needs to correct, but otherwise he has a strong arm. Okay, balls downfield and uh, almost intercepted down there. And so uh, if that ball was kind of to nobody that time. It was closer actually to a to a, a rover defender than it was to a to a hover receiver. So that'll bring up a punting situation on a fourth down and ten. The hovers on their own 25-yard line. And going back, let's see. We have I think Crawford this time. I think that's Isaac Crawford, number nine. So he's standing at just uh, at his 40-yard line. And again, rovers are moving from our left to our right. So let's see if Crawford has an opportunity here as the punt is going to be not too bad. It's going to be high. He's going to bounce around a bit, and uh, Crawford's just going to let it go out of bounds somewhere down around the 39-yard line, almost the 40. going to call it 40-yard line. So, again, the Rovers will have good field position, which they've had pretty much all night long, John. Yeah, they really have, and they did take advantage of it, and then after that, they had scored uh, three touchdowns from that point on after they've had uh, such great field position all night long. Okay, so we have a, a time on the field, but we're going to keep it here, John. So uh, on a Friday night from Smithport, night for uh, husbands to take their wives out for a little dining, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. I, I knew somebody that said uh, that how they kept their marriage together was they they went out every to a great restaurant every Tuesday and Thursday night. He went on Tuesday and she went on Thursday. And then on Wednesday, they went to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, on that note, on that note. 304 remaining. 304 remaining in this one. So, there are a few cars taking their their leave from the parking lot right now. Bill, if I can, I'll just recap some of the drives as we start counting down the okay, ball game. Okay, I, I think you can. The scoring started uh, 7 nothing in the first quarter, 34 yard line all the way into the end zone a 66 yard drive the 19 yard pass from Aiden Patton to uh, Doherty Doherty also with the kick and that made it 7 to nothing they opened up the scoring in the first quarter okay and we need to uh, come up with a player of the game here's a, a run and this is a, a new ball carrier here he's still on his feet I'm trying to get a number and when he stands up maybe I'll see 24. it number 24 is uh, Swinter, and I'll tell you what, he's a freshman too, and he made a nice run. So there's another really good freshman who has not had a chance to play much in a varsity game, but he did a great job on that run. Another uh, first down, another start trucking first down. Player of the game, well, you know, sometimes you have to go with the guy that, you know, has the has the big numbers. There's a pass out uh, on his feet is the receiver, and it looks like he's got good speed, and he's going to, I think, get into the end zone, and he does. So a pass from Patton from the uh, 38-yard line to, uh, I believe it was, uh, trying to pick up a number there, John. Number three. Was that? Cole, yeah, it, Cole it, Kale. yeah, Kale, who, uh, who scored on a pass from Patton, so... Let's see, 30, you know, 37 yards, 37 yards. That was uh, with 219 remaining in the game to make it 47 to zero now in favor of the uh, favor of the Rovers. Patent for 137 yards passing tonight. And that could be way off because I think I didn't write a couple down. Yeah, I think that could be way off, too. And they're going for two and just, uh, kneeled just kneeling down. So so 
as we're running down here, our score with, uh, let's see, our time is uh, 219 remaining, 47 nothing in favor of the uh, of the Rovers. So that may be the end of our scoring tonight. With just 219, you know, remaining remaining in this football game. So I, I think uh, the workhorse tonight for the uh, for the Rovers, with well well over probably over 150 yards tonight was was Quelo. So I think I have to give him the uh, the player of the game. I had Quelo with uh, 147 yards. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I think it has to. Well, I think it has to be him tonight. Right. And, uh, and so they should have a picture of him, John. So uh, I think we are probably good. Right. Uh, with uh, with Quelo. So Jendi, the man, Jendi Quelo, player of the of the of the game, ready for the rubber kickoff and uh, high kick, kind of deep at about the 10 yard line, picked up down there. Looks like a new player too, and he's going to get hit right around the 20 yard line. Fitzsimmons coming in is for Brockway number six. That's Clayton Her. Herbert. Say that fast five times. Yeah. Hertert. Clayton Hertert, senior. Okay. 5,970 coming in on that stop for Brockway. Okay, so Brockway finally, you know, got, got things rolling tonight. They start off, went, again, slow with only seven points in the first half. But they certainly have <clears throat> lit up the scoreboard here in the second half as they lead by a score of... Michael Pirro is in the game for Brockway. Also, Kane, yep. Bru- Kane Brubaker. So you got a lot of different faces, the yeah, younger turn, players in here. Yeah, pretty much a JV game now. So as the time continues to continues to run out for the Hubbers, not a whole lot of time. Caden Coulter is in there for Brockway. Okay. Second down at about nine for the Hubbers. As the clock continues to run, I don't think the Hubbers in any big hurry. About 140 remaining here in this football game. So the Rovers came in three and two. They will leave with a record of four and two. Next week they will be at Keystone. It's a long drive for you, Bill. You and Jared will be going. Well, you know, just comes with the territory. <laughs> and then Rovers return home for two so, games, right? So the following fo- Keystone. Yeah, that's yeah they do. They stay home. Yep. And again, we have a, a Thursday night game after uh, after the Ridgeway game. We have the uh, undefeated so far. Uh, Red Bank team coming in on thir- on a Thursday night, but they got a few games before then. 47 nothing is our score. Hubbers with a handoff right up the middle. <clears throat> Not much on that. Ball, ball carry still on his feet, though, as he'll make it to about the 30-yard line. And that is going to be a first down, so another uh, star trucking first down for the, uh, for the Hubbers. So we have a bit of a drive home tonight, too, John. Clayton Kaiser on the run for the Smithport Hubbers, a sophomore. Okay, we're down to 21. This could well be the last play of the game now. Quarterback will keep it, and nice fake, and uh, he's 
down all the way down to midfield. So that'll be another star trucking uh, first down, and that is number uh, 14. And I don't have his number on my on my sheet. <laughs> so no, so I don't know who that is, but he did a nice job. So. Our final score from Smithport, 47 for Brockway, 0 for Smithport. And we'll be back to wrap this one up in one minute. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rubber football. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear, for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance, any important occasion, look your best. With the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop. Including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress. All the accessories, like shoes. And shirts, suspenders. Dry cleaning and alterations, too. For tuck fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Brockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Brockway are your water specialists for bottle water treatments and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rovers. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back at the end of this one. The Rovers will win it by a score of 47 to uh, to zero. And I just want to mention we uh, keep track of the drive of the game. Drive of the game in the third quarter, a 42-yard touchdown drive. Pasarczyk with the uh, touchdown. That's our drive of the game. Sack of the game, actually. Uh, this uh, individual really had uh, really had two sacks of the game in the first period and uh, again uh, later in the game. So we'll call that the sack of the game. Uh, remember that our our sack of the game is brought to you by Brockway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. The drive of the game, uh, of course, brought to you by Fran Rally and Sales Service, the home of 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty, offering a great selection of clean used cars. Our player of the game, a pass, 56-yard pass from from Patton to Doherty for the uh, uh, for the uh, uh, TD, I believe, was yeah. it not? Yeah, it was great. It was a great they pass. Up, they actually twice tonight. Yes, yes, that is true. yard and then the 56 yards. Yeah, so that is our is our play of the game. Play of the game is brought to you by Inzana and Malolo, attorneys at law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate. And then our player of the game uh, uh, is uh, sponsored by Inzana and Malolo, or I'm sorry, uh, our player of the game is sponsored by Spitzer Dubois uh, in Dubois and St. Mary's. Our player of the game tonight, Jenny Quello, who had a total yardage unofficially of 140. 147, two touchdowns. touchdowns. So he is our player of the game, and uh, that is not the first time he's had that honor. So uh, congratulations to uh, congratulations to him. Okay, well, I just want to mention also, before we uh, close it out here, before I, I'm going to give it to John here in a moment, but I just want to make sure I mention our, our sponsors tonight, uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero, Cruck and Ferrero, Joe's Truck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Farmer Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, DeLillo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Bear Shetty Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. 
Okay, you have a few other stats that you sure. took. Sure. I know you tell me not to do this, but well, it wasn't I, too bad tonight. I'll, so. tell you, I'll tell you other things, too, you don't listen to. No, so. I know. I might as well just go ahead and do this then. Yeah. I mentioned about the, the drives and stuff. 66-yard drive to start it off. Doherty, Patton to Doherty, touchdown pass. And that started it all, and it ended it all, I believe. <laughs> but anyway, 7 nothing after the kick. It made it, And then the next touchdown was Jendi Quelo's one-yard uh, Run after that was a 65-yard drive. That made it 13-0. Doherty with the extra point, 14-zip. Third quarter drive, 42 yards, uh, made it a 42-yard drive. And Pasarczyk uh, with a one-yard run capped that one and made it 21-0. Then Blake Pasarczyk, interception return. And that was like three seconds into the second quarter, made it 28-0. Then uh, the score that made it 35-0 was uh, Jende Coelho. One-yard run, and that was his second touchdown of the game. Made it 35 to nothing, and then of course making it 41 to nothing was the 56-yard touchdown pass. Then the final score was the pass or Kale scoring a touchdown run. Uh, another touchdown pass was to Kale, and that ended the scoring at 47 to nothing in this ball game. Again, unofficially 147 yards, and then 137 yards passing. But I didn't add on to the last pass from Tekel, so that well put him over, or up to close 177 yards passing in tonight's contest. Beautiful night for football. It's homecoming for Smithport. You can't ask for another uh, community backing their hometown with sports and uh, just everybody involved in their homecoming, from their homecoming parade to decorations and the homecoming crowning of the new homecoming queen. Bill, if I could just say one small thing. I get involved with uh, some baseball, triple ABA baseball, and uh, looking for teams in the Dubois Brockway area. And if they're interested, just give me a text or or give me a call at uh, 814-661-5855 and see if we can get some information going out to you. We have teams already in Phillipsburg area and Punxsy area. So if we can get a team in the Brockway Dubois, we'll be set for a triple ABA league for next year. And okay. Chance to go for that national tournament in Johnstown, PA. Thanks. But that's baseball. We're here talking yeah. about football tonight. I, I, I noticed yeah. how, you, how you slipped that in on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I thanks uh, for uh, <laughs> Nick back at the station and Lori and Jay. And also, most importantly, thanks, uh, Bill, for... Uh, what do you have? <laughs> do you have someone? Uh, oh, you need a. You well, need no, a, that's okay. I, I think we uh, we probably have a uh, a photo, oh, photo of Quail. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, go, you we'll just go. we just need to make sure too you get his name to uh, to Nick and oh, we'll so that, that he can put his face on uh, on yeah. Facebook. It's been on Facebook before, you know. We, yeah, uh, we know what he looks like. We know what yeah, he looks like. Look for. But he had a great game look, tonight. Look for Jendi on there. And the, look for Jendi. Yeah, <laughs> can't miss him. Big smile. Big smile. Okay, well. We'll get that on the Facebook is ASA. Okay. You know, as soon as we get that to Nick, and Nick will right. do the rest. Very good. All right. Thank you. And uh, we thank you for settling down and uh, listening to this one with us. And uh, so we'll be on our way home here shortly. And uh, we uh, we trust that you'll have a good night. And so for John Allen, this is Bill Edwards saying good night and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Brockway Rover Football here on today's Sunny 106. Thank you to all our fine sports sponsors. Now let's return back to the real music variety here on today's Sunny 106.